ao Brasil. You guys know what that means? No, I don't. Bem-vindo ao Brasil. Wayne Vindo? Bem-vindo ao Brasil. Bem-vindo ao Brasil. Brazil. There you go! She got it! A little okay. bit of French in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Portuguese. Portuguese, yeah. They're like on the same continent. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Because yeah. of imperialism, baby. Right, yeah. These fucking Portuguese conquerors came down. And now the fucking Toretto family conquistadors have come down to fucking Brazil to whip around some goddamn bank vaults and cut some legs off some human bystanders. Uh-huh. Hey everybody, I'm Davis. I'm Chance. And our special friend, our special, I was going to say special friend, but that makes it sound like it's someone we're tag teaming or something. Our special guest is back for our Fast Five redo. Say hi. Hi. Hey y'all. That's Nikki. Yep. I thought she was going to say her name for you guys, but if you're listening. You only told her to say hi. Yeah, that's true. I did. Nikki set me up for success there. Nikki, introduce yourself please for anyone who doesn't know who you is. I am a first-time Fast and Furious franchise watcher from the great state of Georgia. Yeehaw. You're not from Georgia. You're from Maryland. Yeah, you're, you're right. Just you're right. You're right. But I currently live in the ATL. Transplant. Me and Ludacris are going to hook you up and talk about I these things. I ain't ever lived in no Georgia. Fair enough. Fair enough. If you get to hang out with Ludacris, you got to let us know. I'm trying to go to his restaurant when I get back to the airport. Dude, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, you have to send us a full report if you go. You should do it. Like take some pics of the menu and stuff. Well, so I have to fly to Toronto for work in um, in June. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that I just go either extra early to the airport because I don't think I'll have time when I go back Saturday. But I am making a stop in the next six weeks. See, and then you oh, should yeah. just like do a uh, like video review or something, and then we can play it on like the mini sode. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely take notes regardless. Goddamn right. I need to find my terminal in though, and I'm flying at an international, which is why I think I might have a better chance of finding it. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, I'm like it because I haven't seen it in the domestic terminal. So. You would think it would be in domestic. Duh, domestic. Luda doesn't though. fuck with small fish. You know what I'm saying? It's true. No, you're not wrong. The man's a business mogul. Money moves. He's got more than Georgia on his mind. He's trying to take over the whole damn planet. So the imperialism thing that we were talking about top doesn't the villain of this one discuss that, and that's why they like speak Portuguese. Doesn't he like give a small like history lesson? Yeah, he does. Yep. The the reason that the Spanish never took hold and the Portuguese ended up becoming the real conquerors or something. Yeah. It, uh, his his plan is uh, see it's hard it's hard to remember exactly because we, we watched saw it, it yeah we saw it a couple ago. a little bit like two weeks two ago. weeks ago now yeah, yeah at the Alamo which was big huge giant digital four K presentation beautiful surround sound mm-hmm. thumping my ears drinking a fucking pineapple coconut fizzer. I was drinking some Kicked goddamn back. craft brew. That's right. Yep. We had a fucking waitress lady who said awesome, awesome every time we told her something. And then she called me Duder when know, I forgot my up. sunglasses and she I went called back. You Duder? Was it Duder? I, I remember I came out and like told you. She called me something absurd like that because I was like, oh, did you find like a glasses case? And she was All like, right. oh, yeah, here you go, Duder. So Duder. I was like, Huh. I was like, you're fucking weird, lady. She totally, she wanted to hang out with us. She probably knew we were the Pod Fast and Pod Furious she boys. She's listening. She was like, yep. She must have been a listener. See, now Sounds she's, a little suspect, guys. Now she's self-conscious because I said she's fucking weird, but it was really just she yeah. was nervous. Yeah, she, right, meeting her idols. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it must have been hard for her. She, <laughs> palms were sweaty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Knees weak. <laughs> Jinx. Arms were heavy. Yeah. Well, awesome, awesome girl. Fortunately, there wasn't vomit on her love you, no. And it wasn't mom spaghetti. That's good. Well, you would remember better than us. What, what does the bad guy talk about when he's uh, talking about... 
He's, he's like he's talking about keeping the people he happy, he's, right? He's he's like you give them water and electricity and all this. Shit yeah, and then and you own them. Out. Yeah, right. and then you yeah. own them, and that yeah. was kind of his whole methodology on how he controlled these people. So you give them something they need, and then you own them. So he's basically like the ideal capitalist. I mean, yeah, yeah, he probably sees himself as a deliverer of uh, goodness to the people. I think right. with a sentence like that, you own them. Like, I think he's aware of how heinous. I mean, I'm not trying to make a case that this guy's an angel or anything. Right. I mean, let's not. let's not get crazy. No, you're just trying to defend capitalism. No, he's, he's probably like the oh nastiest, nastiest straight up villain that we've had in the series. So his tan was like real bad. Yeah, it was. it was worse than that guy in the one with Eva Mendes. Braga. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, no, no. Sorry, that. Cole Hauser. Yeah, uh, uh, Carter Verone. Carter Verone. Ah, yeah. Well, that's because they were trying to make him look like a South American or Colombian drug lord. But to be fair, also, I feel like... Thankfully, they didn't brown face him. Yeah, thank God. Cole Hauser brown face. I feel like he looks like probably what most uh, wannabe, like, gangster white boys in Miami probably look like. Carter Verone? Yeah. Well, then I want to be a gangster wannabe white boy because the man's wardrobe was his wardrobe was great gorgeous. doesn't mean i just mean like his skin tone and i think we should start off with a wardrobe report in this one because you're always talking about the fashion mm-hmm. and true so i wanted to ask so, about the fast fashion and fashion. i mean i like the outfits that most of the people in the little gang you know dom's family were wearing that actually made sense this time right nothing ridiculous right uh i will say when they got to the little street racing where you got the porsche and the race the blue porsche oh yeah i'm seeing girls like just ass cheeks like totally out and i'm like what the like I get it. Bubble butts. The but they weren't even good butts. butts. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. They weren't they, they good were, butts. They were super skinny. Like, they black were, yeah, butts. I was like, wait a minute. Black if you're going to be in Brazil and you're going to highlight right. the bum, which is cool. I'm a ba- That's which cool. Brazilians are like known so, for their tits right, and ass. Part of their so, culture. Cultural awesome. highlight. Yeah. But all the it's girls the they book. had there didn't have tits or They ass. were like skinny, skinny white asses. Yes. Like, when I think Brazil, yeah. I'm thinking like thick with two C's. I'm talking like thick thighs save lives. Some mm. big old meaty nice ass like. Mm. It was a little. Yeah. I'm like Put these people. Well, they just looked out of place. Yeah. Right. And then you have those outfits that I'm like, okay, this is trying way too hard. In that moment, you knew they weren't shooting in Brazil. Right. I'm like, this is a yeah. little. They filmed in what? Mm, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Ah. It was. Yeah. I, I could tell that part was out of place. Yeah. Eh. Eh. I kept noticing uh, Vince's tattoo as well, and it just really bothered me. Are you talking about the bird? Yeah. Like, what, what is it, this? It, it like, Thunderbird kind of like a, thing? It kind of looked like Native a Nazi American thing at first, Nazi, then, yeah, I, I don't know what that is. I think it's like a totem, like a like a Native American bird or something. Yeah, and that guy's white as hell. Yeah. 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 Were you excited to see Vince? I was about to say, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And you I said, hated him. You did. I mean, you loathed him. Deep, but, I, but you know what? He died, guys, so yeah. it was fine. That, was, <laughs> that sounds see, really we awful. We didn't spoil that yeah. for you. We, no, we tried no. so hard to make but sure we didn't But when he was back, I was like, man, this motherfucker. And then when he died, I'm like, that's fitting. And you know what? I'm glad they gave his family money. Cute that they named his kid after Dom. They Mika. made up. The yeah. family's back together. Okay, great. Awesome. But I didn't want him to live. Which also, though, it's like, he comes back and it's like, oh, another one from the original. And he immediately basically fucks him over and puts Mia in danger, Of course he fucked like, him over because he fucking sucks. Of course he did. And then he's like, oh, I just saved me in the farmer's market. And I'm like, but did you really? Did you really? Mm. Mia probably could have whooped some ass. So probably. Did, did you think that he earned his redemption in the end, though? Like, helping them out? Uh, I mean, he did help them out in the end, right? So, right. yeah, I guess. I mean. You didn't shed any thug tears when he passed away, though? No. No? No thug tears for Vince? No. No, not pouring out your corona? I was trying to keep my false eyelashes on. No, I wasn't oh. crying. Oh, okay. Can't let that adhesive come off. <laughs> They're magnetic, actually. What? Mm-hmm. You Did you get magnets in your eyelids? <laughs> Can't go through any MRI machines, otherwise yeah. they'd burn off. Yeah. But, uh, go blind. No, they're magnets. They clip on top and the bottom. 
Yeah, pretty neat. Dog. So like inside your eyelid? No, no. Like they're like there's oh, four magnets the, on okay. them on the strip instead on, of like, using your glue. Eyelashes. Right. Yeah, like there's so you put a strip of eyelashes here. I have this little like clamp, and then you put them on, and whoop, and the magnets like connect together, and it's God. great because I don't have to apply mascara. God damn, the on. future is now. Mm-hmm. Women's fashion is fucking space age. But don't go in an MRI machine. I yeah, read that no, online because yeah. apparently it'll burn off your fuck eyes. Your eyes. Shit. I'm not trying to go blind. Yeah, that like Cyclops. You know what I'm saying? Cyclops isn't blind. He just shoots plasma from his eyes. I might as well be doing that if I go through an MRI machine with maggots on my eyes. That would be cool. Yeah, you'd probably shoot lasers. What if you then became Cyclops and you shot lasers? I mean, I wouldn't tell you guys about it because I'd be with Professor X. I can't believe I'm mansplaining Cyclops. You you are. You're (laughs) mansplaining Cyclopses. I'm really excited about the Jean Grey movie, by the way. Dark Phoenix. Oh. You might be the only person. Unlike everybody in that cast, apparently... The trailer looks like everyone's just like, yeah, all right, we're getting paid. Can yeah, we just get this, this, scene, this scene over? I read that the director reshot it so that the ending, it was formerly in space, and now it's on a train. Huh. I don't know. Space train. Space train. There's a cool train set piece in this. What did you think of that? The awesome train bit at the beginning where they're stealing the cars? Having been a circus employee, I do kind of have a thing for trains, so that was exciting. Um, I liked it. Although, can I say in the beginning, aside from trains, that when they took out that bus... They yeah. put all those inmates' lives what I was in danger. Ask, yes. And it actually, I have a note on my phone because I started taking notes. I have a Samsung Note 9, so I pop out the stylus like a douche. And I, yeah, I write notes. They endangered everybody's lives well, for no fucking reason. And not only that, how big that crash is for the news to then report, like, nobody was injured. Yeah, right? they specifically mentioned. She said miraculously, yeah, nobody was injured yeah, on this Bullshit, bus. nobody was injured. Those people are just chained in in their seats. Yeah, there's no, there's like, no safety right. belt. That's precision driving, baby. They figured out the physics perfectly to the flip the damn bus. Mm-hmm. It kind of bothered me, the there. reckless disregard for human life there. Like, granted, they're convicts. I'm not saying convicts I mean, are fair, more or yeah. less people, but... They just went for it. I'll say it. I kill all those motherfucking criminals to free my man Vin Diesel. Brian said, hey, they had their chance. (laughs) Can I say, though, the line when uh, Roman and Han were in the police cars and he's like, license and registration (laughs) officer. That was great. Tyrese is on point in this movie. He's hungry. He's hungry. Uh, What was the... That's a lot of vaginal activity. Yeah, with yeah. Eleven million. Eleven million dollars. Uh, my favorite uh, Tyrese line is when Ludacris pulls up in that old jalopy. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "When are you gonna give Martin Luther, Luther King, King his car back, man?" Uh, you Rick James's jacket back. Speaking bitch. of wardrobe, by the way, did Gal Gadot's fucking bikini bother you at all? It wasn't sexy enough for. It was not, like I under, but here's the thing: she needed the whole fabric on the bottom to get the handprint. I get that, but it wasn't the way that the fabric was shaped, like the cut of that bikini bottom, like wasn't flattering. It wasn't flattering to her Color, body not type. Great. Because to be fair, it's not like she has much of a butt to begin with. She doesn't have the Brazilian uh, physique. No. She's, yeah, no. She's a tall Israeli model woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Beautiful woman. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Gorgeous. Yeah, but I think if you're going to wear a special bikini, you have the body for it. You're in a film yeah. where clearly you're going because he's oogling your goodies. Wardrobe should have known better. I'm like, you're wearing an eggplant colored 
bikini with a like with I don't a see weirdly cut, but bottom. not even like a push up bra. Like I'm like I'm not really impressed by this, and yet he's like, "Come on up past my bad guys." I'm like, eh. and that's what I'm saying. she is like absolutely stunning, and you're telling me wardrobe was just like were all the wardrobe chicks like jealous that day? Yeah, and they were just like Probably. she's just put her in like the yeah. worst goddamn bikini. We well, I think the problem is the slow motion shot that like follows oh, up, and it, it's supposed. I guess it's reminiscent of the shots where they would show the women's asses at the car races and yeah, stuff. Yeah, which they do like. So then let's show this this smoking hot babe in her bikini. Even though she's a part of they, the team. They, they linger on it, and it's like, I'm about But give me some sequence. Give me some fringe. Like, yeah. I was not yeah. impressed by oh, that at yeah. all. Gussy it up a little not bit. Not only that, she's a part of the family. Accessorize. She's a part of the family, so I feel like sexualizing her almost feels dirty. Weird. Yeah, like... Like it, you're sexualizing your like sister? Them, yeah, it'd be like them sexualizing Mia. It's like, no, 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 no. That's what the random flat-assed extras are for. Like, we don't, we don't sexualize mm-hmm. the family. I mean, it just could have been better. And the ponytail, I'm like, let's give her some waves. Give her some, like, Giselle, mm-hmm. who's from Brazil. Yeah. Let's give some Giselle kind of beach waves. I'm like, this is, I'm not impressed. Meanwhile, Giselle. Hemsworth's wife. Oh, oh, yeah, we do get introduced babe. to Elsa Pataki Such as, uh, God, I can't Okay, but wait, so how's that going to, can we skip to, like, the spoiler in the mid-credits? Because now I have a question. Okay, okay, yeah, let's jump right into so, it. So, Dom and her, Dom and, what's Elsa's name? And I don't know, Officer Elsa? Uh, Officer Elsa. <laughs> sure. Fuck, I had it in my head, and now I can't remember. So, they clearly bonded because they both have lost people important to them, and those right. people are worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. Cool, I get it. Awesome. We know from the end credit mid-scene that uh, Letty's still alive. Yes. yes. How does that play into this? Because Dom still clearly loves her. She's clearly going to come up in the next movie. And yet he's with Officer Elsa. You shall see. Yeah. I don't want to... She's actually... All I will give you is her character... Elena. Elena Elena Neves. Elena is actually very important. Yeah. She's she's integral to the franchise moving forward. Yeah, Yeah. Definitely. So, but yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't, bleeding, just, they don't just get rid of her, which I like. I, I like that. Yeah, because, like, uh, I was very happy to. Yeah, yeah, they don't forget about her. Like poor Leon, Johnny. Yeah, strong bad. Johnny strong bad. He's out of the universe, living his dream. Johnny strong okay, kick back on the beach. He's somewhere. not like Jesse. He didn't get killed in the front yard. It's fine. Did you hear that John Cena is going to be in Fast Nine? Mister, you can't see me now. He even did that. Uh, he did that in the. Oh my god! Of course, of course, he did. Yeah. Uh, no, that's cool. You know, he's really short in real life. I met him in Richmond. He doesn't look that tall. He's like five nine. Well, I mean, that's I'm five seven. So that's just, tall to he's me. Just meaty. Yeah, meaty he's boy. Meaty boy. He's There's nothing boy. wrong with being five nine. I'm five nine. I just John I, Cena. Yeah, I expected tall. him with his personality to be like this, like rock type dude, and he. Was, yeah. Speaking of he's the rock, better than. Speaking, Speaking of, the of the Rock, Rock, we've introduced The Rock as Hobbs in this film. How'd you feel when Hobbs showed up? And real quick, he he quoted himself as being franchise Viagra after right. this role. They... That's super arrogant. Are yeah. you kidding me? No. Um, he didn't really say that. Yes, he did. He, yeah, he did himself. not. He That's so rude. Himself. He did this and he did um, G.I. Joe 2. G.I. Joe 2. And he okay. did Journey to the Middle of the Earth 2 as well. Yep, that's right. Which nobody saw anyway. So. Although I am really I excited for Jumanji 2, not going to lie. Yeah. Um, right now. Okay. Seeing his, so the lines he had in this movie were just really like, yeah, I'm a badass. And I was like, all right, like, all right, you're the rock. You got a nice bod. You can kick people's ass. You can pull off the shaved head. Mm-hmm. Oh, kind of like Dom. Okay, fine. Um, it just seemed like he was very much like, I'm going to take revenge on this guy for taking out my team. I'm like, all right, well, do your thing. It just seemed very forced. I didn't mind him as a character, but it seemed like he was very much playing. He's very oh, one-dimensional in yeah, this film. And yeah, and I wasn't. 
You're not seeing a lot of sides of his personality. No. You're seeing him being like, I'm this. They describe him as Wyatt Earp. Uh, you see this yeah. Wyatt Earp type character going after these bad guys, and he's going to take them down no matter what the cost. I've never lost a bad guy in my career. I'm going to see you tomorrow, Toretto. He's like, no, you won't. Yeah. Okay. I'm fucking Dominic Toretto. Eat a dick. Right. Well, and it just seems so like I'm so arrogant and full of myself, and maybe that's what the character of Hobbs is, but or is that Rock in all of his movies? So I would that's say a good in, question. That's... I would say in this, it's it's the Hobbs type because he he's certainly been playing a lot more uh, broad recently. Right, but I feel like as honestly as Hobbs goes on to get more development throughout the franchise, it marries that extreme arrogance with the Rock's regular arrogance. Well, we talked about this a few episodes ago about the Rock's marketing machine, mm-hmm. yeah, and how he's really. Whether by his own choice or not, pigeonhole himself. But perhaps that's his choice, and you can't say it's wrong because the guy's millionaire. Yeah, off of it. Well, you know? the impression I've gotten is that he was taking this character, and he he's explicitly been trying to build that into its own franchise, and now right. we're spinning it off into Hobbs and Shaw. And I think that theor- so theoretically now, now maybe it's or it's closer clash. to Rock's vision of the character, which is him trying to appeal to like the four quadrants. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, so we need to make Hobbs more of a family man, and we want to see his human side. Blah blah blah. We want him to be kind of a, more of a goofball than a. Well, and he was supposed he's to like, be. He's like winking and doing gags in the new trailer. And well, all that and he's shit. supposed to be more of like the special forces badass that the team calls in for that. Like, he's the big gun. To he's the, the enforcer. Center. Yeah, and, a tank. Right, and I wonder if that literally sh- drives a tank. Yeah, I wonder if that's where some of the the head butting between him and Vin comes from. Is that. He clearly wants to shape this character on his territory yeah, and make this his own franchise right. with this four cop. Vin's quadrants. like, "Hey, I'm the shepherd here, and Toretto's the family man. We can't have two family men." Well, and Vin's or, like, "Well, here's what we brought your character in for. Here's what we needed from that dynamic. Which right. now we're probably getting Cena for that dynamic." Yeah. So, so in this in this one, you just you might have wanted to see more of a, like a human side from him or mm-hmm. some flaws. Mm-hmm. You'll get that. Does Channing Tatum ever come into the series? Sadly, not yet. He would be perfect. Would he, he not? Would. He, would. he would. Well, he did. We talk about that in the Tokyo Drift that he auditioned for the Bama Boy role. He yeah. would have been better. Yeah. I, think, well, I mean, we love Lucas Black, but yeah, you guys love Lucas Black. I he. Channing would have been great. Absolutely. I just watched. I got home from work yesterday. Magic Mike was on TV. I just sat down on the couch and just watched the whole goddamn thing. So when the Backstreet Boys like had their, it was 20 year anniversary of um, I Want It That Way. Yeah. So of course I went back and watched Joe Magniello's um, like yes. scene in the uh, whatever that could be. My story. favorite. So great. Nick Carter came to my show the other week and I, oh God, he was great. I got unmatched by a girl on Tinder yesterday because she asked what I, or she asked how my day was and I was like, oh, work sucked, but I got home and Magic Mike was on TV. So it's a pretty decent evening now. And she, she unmatched, unmatched you for that? She unmatched me, that? yeah, for that. Wow. Fuck that bitch. I think she was like, oh, this guy's this guy's a fag. This guy's gay, man. I mean, as long as you picked up some dance moves from Magic Mike, I think you're good. Can you do the yeah. spin, the table spin? I, I need to get you some knee pads but so I will you say, can practice your floor slides. No, I will say, like, seeing Magic Mike XXL for the first time was what actually inspired me to get Bridget to teach me how to, like, move my hips separately from the rest of my body. Like, I wish we could redo prom. You'd be dancing with the stars in no time. I know. Or homecoming, rather. Yeah, from. if only if only Magic Mike was out then, and I was as open about calling a man attractive as I am now, I would have been like, Nikki, teach me all your dance moves. God knows you got the moves. I was senior captain of the Palm Squad. <laughs> Not to brag. Not to brag, but like, guys, I was. Just real quick, though, with uh, The Rock, 
were you excited to see him and Vin go toe to toe? Yeah, did it build it up enough for you it, where you were like, I need did. to see No, that. it did. It did, because I was kind of like, who's going to win? Yeah. And then I figured, as soon as I saw the wrench, I'm like, oh, they're going to throw it back to when Vin almost like beat that guy to death. Yeah. And I knew he was going to stop because Mia's got little baby Toretto in her. Which know. somehow... Or is baby it, O'Connor. Is it baby O'Connor baby or baby O'Connor. Toretto? Somehow, somehow baby O'Connor Toretto survives falling through the like roofs of the favela, like... Yeah, that was that a little would have been a improbable. And a half. Yeah, yeah whatever. I mean, like, they tell you not to jump on a trampoline. I don't know. Yeah, not to jump through a tin roof, tin favela roof. Like goddamn so, modern warfare's. You probably feel like I'm, I wonder who would win. Fun fact. I mean, Jason Statham. When does he come in? Because I want to see him. Like, I want to see all of them. Two, he's a bad guy. In seven. You've got six. Where he's a bad guy. I like him better. He's a good guy. His brother is the bad guy in the next one. Then Statham is the bad guy in seven. And then he comes back for eight, and then clearly he's teaming up with The Rock in Hobbs vs. Shaw. So Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, it should be Hobbs, Hobbs vs. Shaw. Shaw. It, it could be. I don't Wait, know. well, okay. Because maybe because the best team-up movie ever is Batman v Superman, so I just don't yeah. want to put it there. Yeah, Hobbs v Shaw. Donald You've never Justice. seen Batman v Superman? <laughs> no. He hasn't sent you Ben Affleck highlights in the middle of the night. Like, check out this CrossFit scene. No, it kind of bothered me when we were at the bar and he wanted to start talking about Ben Affleck's dick. And I'm like, I just can't right now. We were at Champions. It wouldn't be the first time I've talked about Ben Affleck's dick at Champions. I know. His wee-wee? Yeah, Winky. Winky. he called it. Um, No, fun fact about the fight between uh, Dom and Hobbs. Contractually, both Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson... Having their contracts that neither of them can lose a fight. So they had to... Like for all their movies or like this particular franchise? Um, I'm not clear on that, but I know for this specific film, it was in their contracts. It was released to the public at some point. But that was why they had to have that fight be like non-conclusive as to who won. <laughs> Bitch, I mean, even though clearly the film alludes that Toretto would have fucking just smashed his damn skull in with a goddamn wrench, but... It, I mean, it goes back to the wrestling ethos that was in this franchise even before The Rock came in, yeah. which is like, you know, if you, if you throw two guys with belts into the ring, but it's only Monday Night Raw, then you got to have them have a disqualification yeah. or something because you can't have them lose before the Having firsthand experience with Monday Night Raw, that is true. Well, yeah. and, and you'll see in the next film, they don't even get to fight. You'll actually, you see Dom and Hobbs fight together. Oh, that sounds Against exciting. The Rock? Wait, no, Hobbs is the Hobbs rock. Hobbs is the rock. Hmm. Interesting. Because, yeah, there's no point in having two people fight if every time they fight, there can't be a clear-cut winner. Right. Yeah. I was looking for uh, the apple boxes. You know what I mean? Yes. The, the scene where he goes, this is Brazil! And Vin and Rock They have are... the car hiding him. Right, yeah. I, I noticed that. They were hiding Vin's see, feet, so you can't see if Vin's actually see, like, on platforms. Yeah, you see Dwayne's feet, right. but then the bottom portion of Dom is blocked off well, by the car. There's one angle from, like I don't know if it's a crane or what, that's higher up, but it's behind Hobbs, so it might have been a body double that's more closer to Vin's yeah, fucking right. height, because you can see Vin's feet in that shot. Yeah, so okay. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. Because he's, what, only 5'10"? We looked that it's, up, didn't we? Was, there are we multiple sources. There, there's multiple. Which means he's five ten. He's basically somewhere between five ten and six foot. He's five ten. That's what that means. He's five ten. <laughs> like let's just call it. Always space go space. low. Well, I was thinking it could be that he's a little bit shorter than five ten, but regardless. 
All I know is from my basketball playing days is I'm five eight and three quarters, and my coach would put in the newspaper that I was five eleven or six foot. Well, to be Ooh. fair, you probably were five eight and three quarters, but after like two knee replacements, like two guys, I'm a cyborg thing. now. Yeah, dude, you, so... you're probably like a bit shorter. They've probably taken some inches off of you. If you're five eight and three quarters, down a peg or two. if you're five eight and three quarters, is that when you're looking at the measuring thing and you can walk through the wall yeah. and end up at a. Uh, a, a magical doctor's office. Yep, that's it. And they take like you to Harry Potter's. Yeah, that's that you... was the gag I was going for because you guys are Harry Potter nerds. I, I was slipping in what you were spelling. Huge nerds. I had a great time in Harry Potter World last month. Oh month yeah, before. you went. It I got a members only jacket that only Hot like man. six people in the world have. That was pretty exciting. It's a varsity. Kind of like the car at the end of this movie. It's kind of Actually, a big deal to have members only. I things. would like to discuss this because I would argue to this point it is not a members only jacket; it is a varsity jacket. Oh, yeah. Now those two are in the same family of jackets, but they are different. Members only is a brand, right? All I'm right. saying is they only made a few, and they don't make them anymore. It's so. exclusive. What kind of jacket? It's is got it? the um, it's got the like leather like uh, real leather okay, sleeves, sleeves, but it's like the felt fucking body. That's a, var- it's that's cool. a varsity that's a jacket. jacket. Yeah, so Thank it is you. a varsity jacket. Okay. He's right. I thought it was a bomber jacket, which apparently, but. Bomber I showed you the members Google only thing. are a form of bomber jacket. It's a brand of a bomber. It's got jacket. the um, insignia for Hogwarts Railways on it, and it's oh. red wool. Real, it's a dope wool, jacket, and it's uh, black wool, leather sleeves. Um, I love it, and it like for me because I come up to Maryland so much, and it actually does get cold in Georgia. I was about to like, say, what does it 20s. not get cold in Georgia? No, it does. It gets down to the twenties. Um, like they're it does, at the equator. Also true. Um, but my friend works at Universal, so she got me her discount. Thank you, Yo, Lisa. Really? I love you. Yep. What kind got... of discount do they give employees? 40%. Yo, Sherwin-Williams discount, so, baby. Yeah, like, uh, we met up with her. We had a great time. We went, um, Universal stuff way cooler than paint. I tried butter beer frozen and cold. Prefer frozen. I tried the butter beer ice cream. Um, Ooh. Greg tried Dragon Scales, which is the type of beer they have. Like, all different kinds of things. Oh, they sell booze? Actual booze? Yeah. So why isn't the butter beer alcoholic, then? Uh, that's a great question. They because it is alcoholic in the books. Oh, yeah, that's true. And they sell fire whiskey, I think, at the park, too. Dope. So it's just fireball that's like that up to kids. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you could do a non-alcoholic butter beer for kids. The butter beer that I got And you have was, a alcoholic butter beer for adults. I think they yeah. do have alcoholic, but it's for private events. My sister oh, worked for a company that I will not name that shut down Universal and had a private party. And My company does it. They got to go and well, but it was really cool because I think they did serve. Was it the Trump organization? No, Trump-co. that's insulting. Trump-co? That's why she won't name it. Yeah, that's, that's really Sherwin, Sherwin Williams. Every year they have a big convention. Down. Are you gonna go? Uh, if I'm ever a manager or a sales rep, yeah, it's for managers and sales reps. But it's, you will be. Can I be a plus one? Greg will be fine with it. Totally. Sweet. It's for all over the U.S. We don't get a plus one, lady. <laughs> it's for all over the U.S. But they shut down Universal. They take you in, and it's like free mm-hmm, food, free mm-hmm. booze. My buddy that got me my job. No lines. I won't say his name, so I won't give him in trouble, but like he apparently like he so was Donald just, Trump. He's a huge Harry Potter fan. It is Donald Trump. Donald Trump got <laughs> huge, <laughs> huge, huge Harry Potter fan. Uh sales rep for Sherwin Williams in his spare time. He apparently was just like going around getting ripped, like just walking around Hogwarts. Well, and I discovered so I hadn't been to this part before. Nocturne Alley is actually very hidden in Diagon Alley. And we went there because I was looking for air conditioning and it's this like dark place, obviously. And I'm not a Slytherin, but seeing all the cool dark artifacts that they had in there, I was like, this they is They actually very had impressive. cool dark artifacts? Yeah, they did. It was legit. Was I, like a sex dungeon thing? Dark was it I like forgot a, your hat and a, your pin. Oh, I no. have them. They're in my house. I'll ship them so to you. So it was like the Ark of Covenant in there melting people's faces off? 
Yeah. Dope. Dark yeah. artifacts. It was a cool little shop. I bought a wand, um, so I can oh, actually... Oh, you sucker. You bought a fucking wand after... You can borrow it if you would, are nice to me. No, after the discussions that we've had about your great idea for how they should manufacture the wands... You're right. You were a sucker, but and I needed you to take it for research shitty... and see how it worked. Chance, I need to do all my research. Okay, fair. All right, okay? this is all yeah. Okay. So all research purposes, it is well, and it's good. So I got the one with the RFID chip in it. So when you, you stand on the these little, shit. it comes with a map, and you oh. stand on. There's all these. So the map has all these numbers around the Harry Potter parts of the park, and the numbers correspond to different spells you can do, and you have to do the exact arm motions and say it like there's technology you have to do that i guess and they have people they have witches and wizards on hand to, like no it's magic it. nikki it, it's not technology so you can make things like you can make this water spout fall and like people randomly on the street that's pretty cool uh-huh. um you can make things Wait, move you can just... you can prank actual people at the park yeah that's why they well i know releases. what i'm gonna spend all my time doing with jericho now, wait. Just going to be hammered, splashing When you people. were you were at Universal, right? You were not tempted to go on the Fast and Furious supercharged ride? It broke down when I was there. No! Oh, really? No. Fuck. And that kind of made me a little, like, suspicious about going on, I'm going to be oh, real honest. Well, yeah. I mean, well, it's not a... You're in, like, a trolley. It's a lot more action than that, supposedly. And when it shut down, well, I, I wasn't going to wait in line for that. You know what I mean? I'd rather go on The Mummy three times Ex- and wait. Excuse me? Oh, well, this is the new one, right? This is Orlando? Yeah. yeah. They're no. probably working out the kinks. Well, this was a newer one than the one we saw. Because the one we Oh, watched, it's, still, it's not the same thing? Same it's concept, It's sort of though? similar, but they've added more, like, Ludacris and... Uh, Right, and I know the acting is different. So I don't know. I don't know if there's... They did have pictures out. They what, had but... cars, not pictures. They had cars outside that I could have taken pictures with. But the we were there when Mardi Gras was going on, mm. which makes no sense because Mardi Gras was four weeks before we went. But they celebrated every weekend in March, which doesn't make any sense. But Get the parade in that park. Yeah. True. The well, and Pitbull was performing one night. So, darling, did yeah. he perform any hits from the Fast and the Furious? I soundtrack? did not go because Such it was the night before Blanco? we got to the park, and I was very disappointed when I found out that he was there and I missed him. Oh my god, we like. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. We failed by not converting you to a full Fast fan yet. Like, yeah. You should have. We should have made it so that you had seen them all by the time you were on this trip. That way, you would have been like, "Fuck yeah, I was gonna wait in line for this fucking ride. Fuck the mummy ride. Brandon Fraser ain't doing shit. Uh, fuck yeah, I'm gonna go see." I'm Pitbull. talking about Brandon Fraser like that. I love yeah. him. Why are you disrespecting? Nah, I love Brandon Fraser. Okay, and yeah. I love the mummy. The mummy's great. The ride is great. I I remember the ride the when ride I went to Universal. Great. I was like. They had a whole like they got real mommies. the mummy had come out and so there was like a whole goddamn the like, mummy came setup. out and talked to you yeah he came out and spoke to me <laughs> emo they had like emo pharaoh people on like stilts walking around taking pictures with people and the way the mummy ride is set up you go into like this movie theater kind of stuff it's I like the mummy that, ride. when I was there they I had like know. all the props and shit and then they also had this little thing where like it, basically you went to the Indiana Jones Museum exhibit right so did they have the little setup of like the kind of like kid zone like little yeah. activities okay. So you know how they had like all the different little like indie themed things that you could do at the kids zone. Yeah, I went to the kids zone. I don't know if you did. I'm just assuming. Uh, I spent way too much time there, um, and like, like basically shoved a kid out of line to do one of the things. I was like, no, fuck off, kid. You can't do mass good. You don't know Indiana Jones good. Fuck off. Um, there was this thing where like you had to stick your hand in these holes, very similar to Temple of Doom. Oh, so you saw some holes to stick your hand in. He said, "Get out of the way, kid." It scared the shit out of me because like in one of them there was like something <laughs> built in that like came out and like grabbed your hand, and I was like, I don't know when the mummy come out like two thousands. I was like 90, 98, 90, I think. Yeah, so okay, I was like nine years old. Scared the piss out of me. 
Mommy Ride's great. Men in Black, classic. Uh, still didn't do the Fear Factor show. I will never do that. Because they actually take audience volunteers to go in these things with scorpions and do you win money? snakes. and I think so, but I'm not about that life. Not about it. I mean, look, here's the thing. You can win money, and plus if something goes horribly wrong, you can win more money by suing the shit out of Universal. <laughs> but you have to sign paperwork saying you won't sue them in order to participate in the show. If they had a Fast and Furious theme park ride based on the bank vault scene, would you do it? Where you would get to like ride in a can bank vault? Can we talk about how yes. ridiculous that was? I, was okay. about to say, I thought the ride so, was going to be you get your legs chopped off. I mean, it could. So on your way over to this humble abode where we're now recording this podcast. Yeah. Uh, like Losher Manor. <laughs> Shay Losher. Chateau Losher, if you will. Um, I will. He texts me and he's like, you know, we're on our way. And I'm like, this scene is ridiculous. Mm. Because, okay, who in their right mind, I guess Justin Lin, goes, you know what? Let's just hook two cars up to this. Let's have The Rock demolish this wall with Officer Elsa. And we're just going to take the bank vault through the streets of Rio. We're going to use it as a weapon. Okay. We're going to take out all these the cars. The entire police force. And, Dude. like, I knew when they were like, you got a 10-second window. I'm like, there's no way they're not switching this out and getting the money. Knew that. Ten steps ahead. If I hadn't seen the other four Fast and Furious movies, I would have been like, oh, my God, there's no way they could pull this off. Of course, there was a way they were going to tell us can, after right? the fact. Well, especially after Fast and Furious 2, when Roman and Brian O'Connor. They hungry. They hungry. Um, but were you leaping out of your seat, cheering for the boys, going, Yeah. Well, Fuck yeah, after all that work, they should get the money. I mean, but at the same time, I go back to my first statement about how their reckless disregard for human life of anybody else. I'm like, huh, you're just going to take out everybody. Yeah, uh, the part where it smashes through the bank and, like, clearly kills everyone in there is a little off-putting. So many legless people. I'm cool with all the cops getting thrashed. That's, I was going to say, right, I, haven't seen, cops, like, I haven't seen so much cool cop killing since, like, Chris Dorner was on the streets of L.A. <laughs> yeah, I mean... But, they were doing it for the Dorner. <laughs> Did it all for the Dorner. But they just had no problems being like, oh yeah, These we're just going to take out everybody. I, the way Can you they, imagine like walking your dog and like waiting for the cross light to hit and you're just like standing on the side of the road and all of a sudden this cable, this this vault goes no. through and destroys this building behind well, you and this cable comes and just hacks your legs and off did you and see your the dog's one? legs? It was like ghost ship. It like took yeah. off the top of That's the police exactly cruiser. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, those people are headless. And I didn't see their heads rolling. So I'm like, but they have to be because it was at the like chest level uh-huh. of the yeah. car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no way they had heads. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, no. Oh, can we also talk about how ridiculous it was in the first car stealing scene when they were stealing from the train where Dom was able to coordinate jumping out of the car before it got into the water and drowned and killed him? What do you mean? I mean, how likely is that? If you knew you were in a car going over the edge, would you be quick enough to react? Okay. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt. He had practice from Triple X1. Hold on. I've never seen it. I would ask you this. In Temple of Doom, when they jump out of the plane in the raft yeah. and they land safely and survive, how probable do you think that is of success? It's Harrison Ford. That doesn't count. No, no. Honestly, like if you if you and I went and like we're in a plane that was crashing, we jumped out with a raft that inflated and like what, what do you think the chances of survival are? I mean, minimal. Actually highly probable. Mythbusters fucking proved it. 
Did Mythbusters prove that this Vin Diesel stunt was pop? Probably. But that's what I'm saying. So, like, how different is it if you're jumping in this car and then the car is dropping down and then you're leaping from this dropping car and then landing in the water feet first? I guess here's the thing. It People have survived going off Niagara Falls, for Christ's sake. In a barrel. Which I'm yeah. going to go see when I'm in Toronto. We're running a car going to Niagara. So Are I'll... you going to go over the in waterfall a in a barrel? No, I'm not a circus performer. <laughs> I will probably go on the Made of Mist again to go under it. But, um, I, I, like, how... I just It was think... slow motion, right? So it looked like he had more time than he actually did. In reality, how much time, second-wise, do you think that really was? Because in the movie, it's yeah, like... From top of cliff to bottom of water. Are you that fast? Can you, like, jump out in less than I haven't had wasn't... four movies to build my particular set of skills. Yeah, I mean, exactly. if we're looking I haven't at leveled this, up. I look at it, yeah, I look at it two ways. Uh, the first way is that, yeah... The D and D campaign kind of thing, where they are leveling up, they're gaining XP points, so he's faster and he's stronger, et cetera, et cetera. And then two earlier in that scene, I believe he got shot and just kind of shrunk it, it off. off, like it was nothing. Or yeah. no, he didn't get shot. That was four that I'm thinking. He got shot, shot at though, and it was right. He definitely gets beat up though in the beginning of the scene, and he's just not reacting. He has a little scuffle in right. it. He didn't get beat up because nothing affected him. Like the dude was rolling like zeros on his mm-hmm. ass. Exactly. So it was like. Jumping out of a car off a cliff, it's nothing. Not it's only Nathan. that, not only that, just based on like the example I brought up about Indiana Jones and like people going over Niagara Falls, I don't think that car going off into a deep body of water is that hard to believe that they survived. Like, I get you're saying like him getting out of the the car seat and like jumping out, but it's not like he's wearing a seatbelt to begin. Well, with. and it was a convertible. It's he didn't a have convertible, to, right? So I get that it's more probable because it was a convertible. Fine. It just when I looked at it, I'm like. Really? I thought that was a great stunt. And there's I'm honestly there's very little like CGI involved in that whole thing. A lot, yeah, that is whole, a lot of practical. It was very like Mad Max. Yeah. So how did they I film? I don't, I don't know if you guys know this, but the scene where they decimated Rio and the bank vaults like going all over the place. How do you film something like that? They had an actual like bank vault that they were driving. They were driving. That's what I'm questioning. But okay, but something like that can't be predictable and how it. Moves. I would I would guess that a it's a lot of like contact cutting with like I don't know what that means. So okay, so you're filming it and you're getting shots of how the vault moves and everything, and then you're doing a lot of that digitally as well. And then contact cutting is basically like you're taking the the footage of like the real thing with the the CGI and like you're you're making it mesh together perfectly as one. So, oh, my friendship bracelet. Alexis bought Travis and I and her all friendship bracelets when we were downtown not too long ago. So, yeah, it, it makes it all blend together realistically so that, like, the CGI doesn't stand out. Um, I think it's all a lot of use of practical filming that then they go in and, like, A, there's definitely a lot of studio work in there where they clearly just had a back lot that they were just, like, fucking destroying and then just tying that in with everything else that you're filming in Rio, like getting real shots of Rio, tying that in with the CGI. Yeah. Um, like Mad Max Fury Road does a lot of like... I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, it's on our voodoo list, so Greg's like, you have to go watch it. I'm like, I... But I did just watch the long shot Saturday night and Charlize Theron. Theron I love her, so I'm like, all right. Dave like got up and left it. that film. Did you? Uh, it was it was partly because I was having uh, gastrointestinal issues inside my stomach. Oh well, that's I mean. That's... But also, then you weren't going to miss well, anything in the last. It was like minutes. it was like ninety minutes. You in. You went pretty hard on it on on the Twitter. I did. It was like ninety minutes in, and I was like, oh, I got to use the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom real quick, and I came back and sat in my seat for another five minutes. I was like, oh, I got to use the bathroom again. I went back, 
And I was just in the bathroom, and I was like, I, I don't know if I can make it through another half hour. Because it was long as shit. It was like It was long. So minutes. we, our movie started at 11.25. Had a lot of trailers. We didn't get out to 1.50. Yeah, fuck that. I well, mean, this movie's long too, Fast Five, but... Well, and I was watching cool. the extended version, so I don't know what was extended about it. Oh, yeah, I meant to look that up because I saw you were watching the extended one. Uh, I don't know I what think that it's, means. it's just all like character it's, beats yeah. that they add. By the way, sorry, contact cut was not the correct term. Um, I'm having trouble thinking of what it's called when it's. You're talking about like compositing? Compo- yeah, it's like it's a composite cut. Contact cut is like the, the bone in 2001 A Space Odyssey. Um, Never seen that either. I didn't think you had. He knew what I was talking about, yeah. though. Um, but yeah, compositing is just. it's You film. A uh, great okay. You've seen Live for Your Die Hard. Have I? Oh my Christ! Man. Probably not. Like every example I have. Is just... So again, okay, there's a great scene in Live for Your Die Hard where um, he goes to save Justin Long. There's like an accident. They're in a tunnel in DC. There's an accident happening, and this car is like flipping towards them. Right. So he like clearly like takes Justin Long, and like they duck, and the car flips over them. They shot an actual car flipping basically on a green screen and then shot them in the tunnel and then using that green screen of the real car flipping they put that they meshed it in so it's a real car going over them but not at the same time it's like it's like double exposure yeah like if you were to take a disposable camera and take a picture of chance sitting here and then remove chance and take a picture of someone standing behind him and then it would be like a weird ghostly effect of two people standing there something like that but you do that with uh you know a bank vault smashing into a cop car and then you add in a different shot of like some cars whizzing by and i was just thinking if they did in real life how reckless that was because it was i would think something like a bank vault whether it had money in it or not would still be even a heavy prop like you can't make that as a light prop i don't care what world country you're shooting in you're not getting the insurance for that it was like it's like a hollowed out bank vault and they had like a car inside it basically yeah someone was like driving the vault okay so we i was watching it on voodoo and i would have to go back and see if um greg bought like the special feature so i could watch that did they show that ever it should I would be, be very curious to seen it on YouTube, how I that think, was filmed where, like the guy said it would get super hot inside the fake vault and he had to wear like a heat resistant yeah, like, suit with like because it was like it was like deathly hot like, like he would have died if he did yeah. not have that suit on yeah he had to have a special suit because it was so hot inside of it it's crazy well, how did stuff. they know that? Did they not have him in a suit at first? Then he had to get out immediately. You know, <laughs> yes, I'm just wondering. No, I imagine they probably no, not killed him. No, but like when you're I'm doing like safety check stuff, you're checking the temperature in it, like because then it's like, oh, okay, just sitting out in the sun, it's this hot right now. Clearly, we need to do something because no human being can just sit in this for like 12 hours of filming. Well, unless you're an alien, yeah. But you're yeah, an alien. Alien. Okay, so the extended edition has some uh, extra blood. Like the scene with the favela shootout where the rock is stabbing guys with his knife and shooting oh, yeah, guys. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. like digital blood that they added to that. Uh, there is a 20 minute YouTube video on the stunt coordinator breaking down the vault chase. Hot damn! Guess I know what I'm doing on my uh, conference call tomorrow. I hope no one from work is listening. <laughs> and what if you are, you ain't hear nothing. Kidding. Actually, I don't even know if I have conference calls tomorrow. It, it seems like most of the stuff they added was just the digital blood and shit like that. Yeah, it was yeah. not as scaled back. No, there's like one short scene that they added. The crew talks about the break into the safe and the transport of the money. Mia wants to know how they should open the safe if they managed to get through to it. Brian thought about that earlier and he found a wall adjoining to a toilet room. So okay, this like, this can like I say this on the podcast? The, the explosion. You can say anything. They yeah. say terrible shit on yeah. you. Yeah, oh yeah. Also true. I'm here to bring up your like women 
your exactly. factor because most people probably think you're misogynistic assholes. Exactly. Yeah. We well, yeah. that scene where they blew up the toilet, I physically gagged. You were like, repulsed. It just, the idea, like, and granted, you know, you can't smell it. You're sitting there watching TV, which I think what would be a great money move, by the way, is if smell you... Smell-o-vision? Smell-o-vision. Scratch and sniff. If you just had the movie theater pump in smells of, like, what was going on, I think... You what would this movie smell like to you? What are certain scenes? Okay, aside from okay, the, the toilet... So, so the toilet scene made me gag, because yeah. as I'm I'm visualing, like, actual shit flying all over the walls. And it's, like, it's good. It's a good tactile well, experience, Well, and it was, like, gumpy, scene, too. Yeah, like, like it, was really, it was really fucking foul. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I was gagging. Uh-huh. That looked like a sewage tank of diarrhea exploding. Well, and the one actor when he came in was like visibly gagging against the yeah. wall while his like coworker brother, whoever he is, is like just oh it's fine. Really, like, are they just friends? They're just I buddies, think they're right? just buddies. It's also, who won that that, form, that bet remember? at the end when they were like bet on red, bet on black? Who won that? I like to think that the ball hit green and they both yeah, lost. Yeah, they both lost. That's what I. Is that a thing? I've never played roulette. Oh yeah, so is that one space that's like you have. Zero and double zeros at they the top of the They bet ten million each and lost all their money. Yeah, so if you bet red or black, if it hits green, you lose. Period. Well, in a happy universe, I'd like to think one of them won, but because they don't show up in any of the other films, right? They have a small role in eight. That's right. They do briefly, and see, I wonder if that's them trying to like scrounge for money because they're like fucking right, flat yeah. broke, and meanwhile everyone else we is fucked rich. up that heist immediately. Yep. Mm. Like, what do you do? How'd they even get home if they lost all their money? We're stuck in Monaco. Fucking, like, banked we on... We ourselves out. Well, yeah, and I imagine it's like they just banked on a, like, um... Uh, what's it called for when they come and get you because you're from a foreign country and you've spent too long here? Uh, deportation? Yeah, like, they're, they're just like, just deport us, man. Yeah. Like, we don't have the money yeah, to get home. get us out of here. What do you think some other scenes smelled like? There was... Uh, I would think the garage scene where Dom was beating on Hobbs would smell very gritty and sweaty. It would smell very metallic. Uh Um, I would think that the scene at the beach at the end where Mia is pregnant and like visibly pregnant with a fake belly, but pregnant nonetheless, would smell like coconut and sunscreen. Ocean breeze. Yeah. Coconut and sunscreen, not placenta. You can't smell a placenta. I don't even know what a placenta is. I don't want to know what a placenta is. I don't know why you would think what a placenta smells like. But I don't. It's just she's pregnant, so baby come mine. What smells bad with baby birth? I imagine everything, but you know, placenta is like an. She object. wasn't giving birth in that scene. No, she's pregnant, so my mind goes, "Oh, baby." Okay, maybe I the think like, was hanging out of her. Yeah, dude, yeah. she's leaking out. She's secreting placenta. That's, that's not how it works. I'm pretty uh, sure that's how babies are born. Tom Cruise ate Katie Holmes. To any females listening to this episode, I understand that that is not how that works. See, this is because I'm so dumb about babies being born because when I was taking my <laughs> EMT class, I brought McDonald's to class that day and I didn't realize we were watching birthing videos and I proceeded to fucking vomit everywhere and had to leave the <laughs> class. Oh, man, you saw baby head coming out and drowning. I, yeah. I puked all over the floor and had to leave. <laughs> He said, if I had known I was going to see some crowning, I would have bought BK. Exactly. God. Brought the Whopper, not the Big Mac. Did that really happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah, what? I threw up, like, and had to leave. Were we dating them? Probably. Oh, my God. Either No, no, we weren't, because we were dating when I was boxing, so I got in my accent shortly after that, and then I started boxing. Okay. So I was going to say, I was probably like, girlfriend. Probably, like, five happened. months before. Okay, so like before the Nikki era of so, Chance's life. Yeah, I don't know about babies AKA being born because I vomited and never saw it. The Attitude Era. The Attitude Era. Yeah. What did you uh, What did you think of like Vomiting. the ocean style setting up the heist stuff in this? 
in regards to what? Like, I liked it. You liked it? Like, I mean, uh, Here's the thing. Looking at this movie compared to other movies, so all the other movies had been about, like, racing for something, uh-huh. right? You're racing for street cred. You're racing for a car. You're racing to prove you're part of the family. Or, you're like, racing to take law the- shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. They had, a, they had a big shift in this to, instead of being about racing, to be about a heist, which I think, and I haven't seen the last... What, three movies? Nine movies? Six, seven, eight. Eight, yeah. five. I don't know how many. Whatever. Yeah. We got three left. You have three left, yeah. And then Hobbs and Shaw. So, like, four. Yeah. Well, okay. I think moving it to a heist-type scenario gives the franchise more longevity, and I think it also opens up the franchise to people who are, like, I wouldn't have been interested in the franchise off the bat for just being racing. Right. Now, granted, I love both of you. I've watched the franchise. I've enjoyed it, but I wouldn't have picked this franchise out of my fiancé's, like, thing and been like I want to watch this but y'all by the way uh, congratulations last time we recorded you just had a boyfriend yeah now we record again you have a fiance congratulations thank you I do I wish I could see this but giant fucking thing it's a giant thing did he join a heist crew and steal money to buy that seriously Jesus Christ how many goddamn vaults did he drive through Rio yeah two 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 vaults having just seen like Travis and Alexis, uh, Alexis's ring that Travis got. Mm. God she's, damn, she's got to listen to this. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> Alexis. I, I know <laughs> sorry. she might be listening. Fuck, that thing is. If you punch somebody with that, you'd like crack their fucking skull, take their orbital bones out. Of yeah, their head. Jesus, yeah. Mary and Joseph. Yeah, that wasn't an heirloom. He paid for that. Yeah, that's not cubic zirconians. No. <laughs> God damn. Diamonds are forever, baby. How many fucking loans? You're worried about buying a house? This motherfucker's got dead out the ass now. No, he doesn't. He's a member of a fast heist crew. Yeah, that's the only answer. That's the only explanation. You think we're for like Verizon? (laughs) How the fuck are you making money like that? I need to fuck Sherwin Williams. I need to work for Verizon. He is Mr. (laughs) Verizon. Mr. Verizon. He's got a good personal friend, Donald Trump. <laughs> Do not ever took out a small, took with out a small business loan right, for Gregory. Yeah. Come on down to Marilago. We'll, treat, we'll get you set up. We'll treat you right. Which is actually just a ring they found in one of the hotel rooms. <laughs> he let them pick we from found like it all inside the a Russian horse cunt. <laughs> got lost in there. No, congratulations. So sorry, where were we? The heist. Oh, okay. So you were saying like, <laughs> you, sorry, you were saying like, um, if you you know you're not in the racing, so you wouldn't normally watch a franchise like this. This is the now movie. Now it's moved to like okay, because I really like Ocean's Eleven. I like Ocean's Twelve. I like Ocean's Thirteen, and well, I haven't seen eight. Ocean's Eight, oh, okay. which is funny because I'm like pro women power, but I just it's haven't all right. seen it. You said you're pro I saw the Ghostbusters. Wait, movie. yeah, I you're pro like white power. God, Trump women. really did get it. Women, best in this podcast. Do not even. I don't want people coming after me. No, that is not true. When Dave and I recommend this franchise, we actually recommend that if they've never seen one, Fast Five is the place to start. Yeah, I feel like that's. Here's the thing, though. I feel like if you watch Fast Five first and then the rest of them. You're kind of setting yourself up for a little bit of disappointment, right? Because they all come in. you got all these characters from Walks of Life, right? And they all come in to pull off this big heist. But then you go back to one through four, and it's not the same. Yeah. 
I feel like you're setting him up it's, for failure. It's like saying, hey, you should start watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the Avengers. And then go backwards. And then go back That's and not cool. I feel like it could work. That's, I mean, Christ. No, it's not palatable. Everyone, you don't have the everyone ultimate was forced best to start with episode four. Life. You're not getting the cathartic payoff yeah. of seeing all this these This was very like, Excuse me. We were all forced to start with episode four A New Hope. Before we got the dessert that was fucking <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, all right, like, and we had to sit through two other movies before we Revenge got Revenge of the Sith was dessert. It doesn't have fucking Watto in it, so true. I mean, but that's Watto is like the the tantalizing apple. <laughs> Watto is the cherry on top. Yes, yes. <laughs> his little bulbous ass with his pegging his, hole. His ass is the cherry. I watched the Phantom Menace stem. last night. Yeah. And you, you're familiar with the character Watto. I realize there's a shot of his pants at one point, and like, keep in mind, this is a, this is a beast. This is a, a creature, a space creature that does not have a tail. So this wardrobe choice makes no sense. He has a giant hole in his pants, like a perfectly round hole, like right where his asshole would be. And so now I'm hooked on this theory that Anakin's mom, Shmi, as a slave of Watto, is like forced to like peg him every so often, and so he's just wearing his pegging pants that day. Is wild. Lightsaber shaped strap on. That shit blew my mind last night. Were you stoned? No. <laughs> okay. Were you on non narcotic painkillers? Nah, I was just drinking some. Be- I had a six pack of beer last night. I wasn't even like crushing an eighteen pack. Like yeah, you know. <sighs> yeah. No, I'm telling you, Watto, Pagan. Keep that. In but mind, I don't know. I feel listeners. like I feel like if you watched Fast Five, I don't know that you'd be disappointed because then you're kind of. If you want to break down and see the rest of the family, you see them all in more like... But why would you want to? The movies aren't as good. Sorry, what? I don't think they're as good. As Fast Five? You don't think Fast One is as good as Fast Five? No. Without Fast One, there would be no Fast Five. I feel like Fast Five could be a standalone movie. Tokyo Drift. That's just an argument. No, huh? I feel like Fast Five could be a standalone movie. I think, and to your point about this, I I did start with Fast Five. Like, yeah, that you was did. My entry point, and then I've I've gone back to one, two, three, four, time and time again, mostly because I like the character. They give you right, appreciation right. for it, but and you can watch Fast Five alone. Right, but I'm saying like lore. I don't think that it would ruin the other movies because I think this film does such a good job of making these characters interesting that if you wanted to know more of them, yeah. that you would enjoy Too Fast, Too yeah. Furious for Tyrese's introduction right. and his history. Um, you would enjoy Tokyo Drift for Han, even though it takes place after five. Um, you would, I think that one would be a, a true treat because of Dom's background in it and Mia's background in it, and even Vince and like the history between those three characters. Well, I think maybe part of it is like how uh, plot obsessed people have become to the point where it's like spoilers and, and everything's kind of got to be connected. Everything's got to be in the same like, universe. Uh, and no Starbucks kind of cups just laying around. And you gotta see 22, 21 fucking movies before you can see this one three-hour fucking cartoon. Oh, man. I'm getting sleepy just oh, thinking about it. Game. Yeah, it's... You know, have you seen it? Yeah, I told have you. you seen we it? talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it at fucking midnight with a bunch of goddamn stinky nerds. Was it Seriously? back for you? I figured it would be like Were people no, dressed honestly, up? that late one, it wasn't that bad. It was like no, there was nobody dressing right? up or anything. No, I, I went to a midnight showing. Okay. I saw it, it on, what's today? I saw it last Tuesday. My only issue in the theater was somebody brought their stupid fucking baby. And mm. it wasn't... There was a baby that got taken out early, and then there was a young child who then started to fucking bawl his eyes out when, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, giant goddamn spoilers, when fucking Tony dies, 
Tony Soprano? Tony Soprano. When Tony Soprano dies in Endgame... <laughs> I was surprised he even like, showed up. This yeah, was the same. He showed up with his gobble ghoul. What the fuck? Who the fuck is Thanos? <laughs> <laughs> this four-year-old was like losing his tits. Like screaming. Which to be fair, that's at the end of this. So, I mean, did it really ruin it for you? I mean, you say the baby um, got taken out. Are you... Yeah, the baby, Tony Soprano showed up at our theater <laughs> Killed to the take baby. out the baby. Whack the baby. Well, it was all culminative because, like, the baby was, like, crying for, like, the first, like, 45 minutes. Then, like, you know, we get an hour of silence and then, like, the last 45 minutes we have this four-year-old, like, screaming and freak. The kid was, like, talking a lot during, like, everyone showing up and then he starts sobbing and, like, yelling at the fucking screen. And let's face it, Westview's surround sound is hot garbage. So it's not like I could drown him out with it. Instead, I just wanted to drown this child. So large comparison. So Westview is a Regal Cinema, and I went to Regal Cinema where I live, and the Regal Cinema where I live has the leather recliner seats. And I picked that because I was like, if I'm going to be sitting for three hours, I want to be able to lay down. Mm -hmm. But I also like that if my... Even if my recliner is fully extended, there are still three feet of room so that I don't have to pull my legs in when people walk in front. And I figured I was going to have to go to the bathroom. I didn't, remarkably. Um, Greg did. I didn't, but it like there's, so there's less people, so I guess they can make less money. They charge more for the tickets. It's an economy thing, whatever. But I there weren't any kids. We but we went to a nine thirty showing, so yeah. the movie didn't end until almost one o'clock in the morning. See, I went to a noon on Saturday show. A uh, big mistake. Yeah, huge, I didn't buy the huge, fucking tickets, y'all. Huge mistake. Big mistake. I have two days off. Uh, my stepdad who bought the tickets, like he was busy Monday, so we had to go Saturday. All right, it's not a huge mistake. It's just the only. It's time a little bit of a Well, if he didn't buy the tickets, I wouldn't have fucking seen it. So I just read the spoilers and gone about. You and I would have gone to see it this week. Mm. He acts like we don't hang out when I'm home. I like to go see good movies with you, because then I'm not going to piss you off by making fun of it afterwards. Although maybe I'll just piss you off by laughing throughout an alcoholic being hilarious. But no, never go see a star is born with chance. Oh, uh, we note. talked all about I, yeah. This. Dave and I would fucking have a hoot during it. Um, so embarrassed. No, so you've been to this Regal, so you notice how the sound is like really piss poor. Yeah, I was there on Saturday. Okay, night. that's that's them doing that on purpose to Why? get you. Dave brought up like to get you to go see their IMAX screening where everything's proper. Which, by the way, yeah. they don't actually have a real IMAX theater in that theater. Yeah, I was wondering why they have that. Didn't make any sense to me because I've been going there since I was. They just in high turn school. the surround sound up. Yeah. Here's the problem: there's Wait. a new theater coming that's going to be opening on where? 40 over where Fredericktown Mall was, where the street racing was. Dude, Leather recliner seats. Stop it. Bar and restaurant. Stop it. The whole nine. But are the MS 13s there? Because then I'm not going. The MS 13s not fucking Frederick. So then, goddamn. He's full of shit. Goddamn. No, I'm not. Goddamn. Regal Westview is going to have to step their game up because now they officially have competition. Because the other problem I have with Regal Westview is they don't serve alcohol. And not that I'm an alcoholic. No, I agree. But I like being able to grab a beverage. My thing, it doesn't matter. This Regal just has no competition, so they can get away with dicking us around and, like, not negotiating, but demanding the, the pricing. The the digital IMAX, the yeah. IMAX as they call it, where they just be, turn the fucking which, which should be on. any proper showing. That's got the leather seats and all that. Like it's yeah. a, it's a it's a, a giant screen theatrical experience. What bothered it's me like the most was these the these recliner like leather seats I was in cost the same price as the movie ticket here in Frederick. That's what really bothered me is the ticket prices were the same, and my experience the fancy schmancy ones there was the same as the yes. Regular. Yes. Like 15 bucks. Yes. That's why I think 
Alamo Draft House. I paid $28 for two tickets it. on a Tuesday night for Greg and I to go Regal see. Regal Westview, if you're listening, I had it up to here. And I'm doing my head. Really, who's the brand bringing the one to 40? Do I don't. Know? I don't remember. It's, I know it's like a locally owned company. Yeah. They're from Hagerstown. So they Sherwin used to have Williams White Cinema has was out there when White's I was a was kid. Sherwin Williams has the bid in to do their paint. Oh, so that's how you got that's the inside. That's how I know all inside, inside intel. Inside news. Don't leak it. And hey, listeners, don't leak it. They have pictures and shit on the internet. Is anything still even at that mall besides the sixty-six cent like store? Like the Boscovs. Boscovs? I think yeah. everything else is closed. I think the yeah. Bos- but the Boscovs they like shut themselves off from the mall. I just know my best friend used to work at the sixty six cent store and dated a guy from there, and I think he had dentures. Dude, when Travis <laughs> and I went to the sixty six, <laughs> you think I'm kidding? No, I think they were all no. Meth. Did he no, buy I know the you're talking about sixty six. Dude, when Travis and I went to the sixty six cent store, that dude was just in there with his terrible fucked up teeth, just like smoking cigarettes inside there. <laughs> Travis was like, all right, and then we just stole them. I won't say the name left. on this podcast because I don't want to incriminate people, but yeah, like that. And I went and Did I saw. I who your friend was? Yes, my best friend. The B? No, the M. And <laughs> Ew! <laughs> really? Yeah. And we went to the 66 cent store. First of all, it's not the 99 cent store. It's the 66, 66 cent, cent store. store yeah. They paid her in... Oh my god, I shouldn't go this. I just... It was... Real deal. They paid her in 66 cent medallions. <laughs> it oh. was a suspect time. That's all I gotta say. Alright. Well, you grab another drink? Is that a problem? Yeah, no, 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 it's fine. Because then I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause real quick. I gotta pee. Okay. You grab a drink. Intermission. Yeah. Hi, I'm Paul Walker, starring in The Fast and the Furious. All the racing stunts in our film were performed in a staged environment by professionals with years of training and experience. So, with that in mind, be smart, drive safe, and stay legal. Ah, uh, hey, everybody, welcome back to the family. You at one point when we saw this together did the Toretto voice and I was like cracking up. Like I, during the movie? Yeah, and I, I it's one of those things where like I always knew you did a decent Toretto impression. Uh-huh. I never realized how good of a Toretto <laughs> impression. It might have been, was it Are we talking or are we racing? No, he said something like about Bane. he said something about family. Family. And you nailed it. Yeah, uh-huh. you because you and him you you nailed the Framble. like B that he adds at the Framble. end of it's like F A M B L I am. Family. 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 Yeah. Speak of Speak of Dominic Toretto. Speak of the family and they shall appear. I wish. I uh, was eating dinner the other night. Dark Knight Rises on TV. Mm. Threw it on, had to explain Perfect. to my mom about how Bane is the greatest hero of all time. Mm-hmm. Number one communist icon. Dude. Batman, meanwhile, Batman's out here hanging out with the police, beating up fucking poor homeless people. Bane out here trying to give money to the poor homeless mm-hmm. people. Trying to help them out. Free the prisoners. Got amongst Execute men. the CEOs. Execute the CEOs, dude. Eat the fucking Good rich. Him, That's man. what Bane's about. That's what they're sort of about in Fast Five, although they just keep all it, the money for themselves. Well, and yeah, Toretto has like kind of a deal about like a... Not much. They don't go deep into it, but he has like a remark about it with like this guy collecting all this money yeah. from like the people. Hoarding the wealth. Yeah, and he's giving all... Oh, electricity to the poor and yeah. you think we curb our dirt and he burns it all mm-hmm. it's very joker like very joker of him dominic yeah. toretto kind of like the joker would you agree a little bit joker burn monies <laughs> that's the number one commonality is yeah the, really just burning money. burning money they love it they love the smell of it that would be great for the smell of vision <laughs> the smell the of smell burning, burning money. money yeah billionaires what does burning money smell like i wouldn't know i wouldn't paper, either I 
have to hit up God damn it. Do any of our listeners have so much money they can do a little experiment for us? Dave and I will have to get in touch with Elon, a close friend of the show, Elon Elon Musk, and we'll we'll have to discuss with him about what it smells like to burn money. Our good friend Donald Trump on as well. Do you think it just smells like burning paper? Probably. Does paper smell when it burns? That's like special paper. It's not like your run of the mill papers. We should ask Don Cheadle from when he burned up that $100 bill that was fake in Rush Hour 2. Yeah, you could do that. That's the second Rush Hour reference you've made today. Yeah, well, I love Rush Hour. It's it's, it's, uh, viral marketing for Rush Hour 4 coming soon. They're doing a Rush Hour 4? I guess, I think. Is that I haven't seen those. uh, I was using it for my hair for a while, and then I started putting it around my head or my wrists, and, you know, just use it a little... That's what Ted Bundy did in the the, uh, documentary. In case you need it, it's there. It's available. I think I'm better looking than Ted Bundy. You are. I agree. Not Zac Efron, but the real Ted Bundy. Right, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. You got the swoop in your hair. It's really yeah. dreamy. Very Bundy-like. I am... I, I just want to be... Can I be your wing woman one night? Wait. I, I want to be your wing woman. Okay. I feel like I can make this happen with the swoop in your hair. I spend every goddamn Monday recording with him and just being jealous about his hair. Mm. He's... Okay, so... So our listeners I, know, they both have great hair, and you've just got that volume to it. I know. Though. And that's, I've been meaning to ask, like, what products are you using? Do are you, you just blow drying? Like, Do you blow dry your hair? What's the routine with the hair? I, I, I wash my hair like okay. a normal human. You shower. shower but what's you your product? Out. Then and what's then, the routine after? And then I towel dry, blow dry real quick, like not much. And then just let it uh, get a little bit drier, a little bit. And then I just use a cheap, like, Old Spice, like, uh, styling cream. Okay. It's like seven bucks. You You're using a comb, a brush? No, I just put it in my hands. Oh, yeah, I do brush it straight back before I blow dry a little bit. Okay. He's got like a Bradley Cooper well, thing going on. My hair had been looking pretty good recently, but the fucking humidity came mm. and has been kicking my ass. And I need to, out, I need to find Flatten some fucking it. like anti-humidity shit. All right. Because if I even like try to give any volume to it, it's just frizzy. I got my mom's like curse in that sense. Oh, yeah. The humidity just makes it all like... Gross and it looks. I look like I've been like frazzled. I've been like down in my basement experimenting on Frankenstein, like a professor. Yeah, and you got electrocuted by Uh those uh, circular balls. I hate it. Your hair, both your hair is better than mine. I'm really jealous. I think your hair looks better than mine. Really? It's getting stringy. I can't wait to get it cut. I mean, not when you do that. Now it looks like garbage. Thank you. (laughs) You look like you came from a trailer parks. Especially with that tongue remark. You're so sweet. You know, and this is not a derogatory remark. You remind me of Gina Carano because we just watched Haywire. Yes. I could see that. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. I don't even know what this is. Oh, Gina Carano is like one of my. You'll see her in Fast Six. That's the reason we watched Haywire. Uh, She plays uh, Hobbs' new partner in Fast Six. And Haywire, fun fact, is where Channing Tatum linked up with Steven Soderbergh and pitched Magic Mike and got Magic Mike made. Yeah. But. She's she was an MMA fighter, and she is like gorgeous. She actually does remind me of you back like when you were like at your like peak fit physique, where like you look like you could beat the shit out of me. Like I box, but you look like you could have easily just fucking like cold clocked me on the spot. I'm telling you, dominant sub. You've still and you've still got the Gina. You've got the look, like the dark eyes, like the eyebrow work going. Trust me, when you see her in the next movie, pay attention to her. She's gorgeous. She's stunning. I mean, that's a but, good comeback. But, in a, but no, else. in a, like, I'll fuck you up kind of way. She gets to fight Michelle Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. 
Does she beat her? You'll find out. Maybe they have it written into their contracts that they have to fight to a draw. Coming in next time. Um, what was your favorite action sequence in this? Was it the bank vaults? The train? The favela shootout? Can I have two favorites? Sure. For different reasons? Yeah. So I like the bank vault, but it was totally ridiculous. Uh-huh. Like, watching it, to me, I'm like, who in their right mind would... Was this like a jump the shark moment for you, where it was like, this is too out there? Too absurd? Yeah. It was too absurd for me. Who in too their right booking. fucking mind would attach two cars like that to a bank vault? Who and... said they were in their right minds? How much money okay. was on the line? <laughs> that everyone on this million. team was getting $12 million a piece? Yeah. Plus a random single mom and her baby. But was it doable? Like clearly, like physics wise, like re- physics wise, was it doable? I think I feel like did the- MythBusters bust this or no? No, and but here's the thing: who the fuck cares? Huh. Well, and that's the part where you suspend your reality. These movies right? are like I yeah, get that. I get most that. of this movie was pretty grounded. That for the big finale to be a little absurdist, like can a fucking Purple man with a wrinkly ball chin fucking snap half the people out of the universe? No. But, like, people are paying billions of dollars to see this fucking movie. So why can't we just drag a vault through goddamn Rio? And not wrong. I'm just saying, for me, when I watched it, as a person who was grounded in reality, I was like, oh, it's a little ridiculous. The train scene was very interesting to me. Just how they pulled that off. Yeah. The whole, like, I'm going to cut out this thing, and we're going to slide the car over, yeah. and... The whole Vin and Brian jumping, Brian, I mix their names up all the time, but them jumping off of the bridge kind of thing. Like that was, to me, as someone who really likes trains, that was interesting. Have you seen- What the fuck? Just the sense as someone who really likes trains. Well, yeah, don't take that the wrong way, listeners. But, all right, fine. Running trains. Anyway. Oh, you just took uh, it the so wrong okay. way. Okay. No, um, I've been watching a lot of adventure movies lately, like Mask of Zorro and the Lone Ranger movie. Yo, I don't Mask know of Zorro. That, but- if you Dang. like trains, the mass, uh, the fucking Lone Ranger movie is Antonio Banderas in it. Not in the Mask of Zorro. Is yeah, but uh, Army Lone Hammer Ranger, is yeah. in Lone Ranger and Giant Dips. Giant Dips. But there's a whole big like twenty minute finale with these two trains. The jury's like, out on Giant Dips for me. So, yeah, but but uh, that's what I was reminded of, and then I thought about this like adventure movies and the way they use props and shit like that, and like physics based action in the sequences where it's not just two people punching each other like the fight scene. I really it's enjoy that. And massively I, I, destructive. Almost. Right. And I like the way that they started doing that in five and six and seven, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. as they start working in like this with the two cars and you're thinking of, uh, oh, does this actually logistically work? Probably not. But, but I love like them on the walkie, like hard left, like and they, right. have, to, they have to like there's time these, all of their movements. There's together. like these shots, like there's an extreme close up at one point of like the car's wheel coming up off the ground and then bouncing uh-huh. and then coming up again and then landing. I don't know. For some reason, that's like it's like a tactile thing where I, I could sense that, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And that's fun. And that's that the thing. Gets and that's, me is that one little shot. I wasn't like trying to shit on you about like who cares, but it's like because for me, it is. It is the huge vault chase at the end is like the standout piece of this film. And is it realistic? Is it probable? No, man. Those people would have been mowed down by goddamn Rio de Janeiro police like fucking two blocks from where they left if they could have got the vault to move. But like. Who cares, man? Like, it's the Fast family doing the impossible. They've leveled up. They're, they're level 10 at this point. I'm just level one chance. 
I can't move a goddamn vault, but level 10 fucking Dom and level 10 Brian, of course they can. I think what makes it work for me, I think it's probably the best action sequence in the series. Yeah. And it's like the emotion behind it and the fact that it's like character driven. It's these two guys that we met in the very first movie and now they're driving the scene literally and figuratively. Well, and they were, when we met them, they were on opposite sides of the track. Right. And now, now they're, they're on the they're same parallel, and, and they have to work in tandem, fighting for the same thing. Yeah, to clear their names, to get their family together, right. and to usher in the new member of the family. They're like literal brothers now. Yeah. Do we ever see the baby? Yeah. Yeah. You see baby there's, in the next yeah, one. There's a lot of baby. There's, baby stuff. Honestly, there's tons of baby stuff coming up in six, seven, and eight. Mostly okay. six and eight, but. If you like Game of Thrones, you'll love all the baby stuff in Fast and Furious. There's no incest, I don't think. I was like, what do you mean? What are you in that? <laughs> Wait, did a baby get fucked on Fast on, on <laughs> yeah, Game the, of Thrones? The dragon fucked a baby to death. Man, I should have been tuning in. Yeah, the dragon walked up. <laughs> Big dragon cock. Squirting fire out of its dick hole. Yikes. You know, do dragons like come fire? I don't know, because man. Because they spit fire. Mm, I'll have to look into this. <laughs> that'll, that'll need some deeper research. George R.R. R. Martin's write a whole book about George Richard. Railroad Martin. The full fucking physiology of the demons. Yeah. But yeah, no, it is, like, this scene, it culminates everything that we've seen from the first four movies. It's a culmination of it all, and, and these two characters, Dom and Brian. And not only that, the the tangential characters. Right, that, like, every- Gal Gadot is met in four and yet she's called in for this team where, like, she was almost a bad guy, like, slightly uh-huh. for some of four. I didn't remember her from four when I was watching this. She's the one that, like, tries to come on to Dom. And she's like, oh, like, the women you like is, like, like half angel, like, all devil or, like, <laughs> yeah. some shit. He has, like, some cheesy, like, and she's, like, blasting the high beams That's the whole right. fucking yeah, movie. That was a nice part. She's, like, Braga's, like, right-hand woman. Mm. Yeah. You were very excited about Gal Gadot being in that at the time. Well, it's been a while. It we has. watched it, what, like a month or two ago? It's been quite a bit. It's since like three been. months. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the bank vault stuff. Uh, was there anything, any any scenes that stood out to you that we didn't discuss that you wanted to talk about before we wrapped it up? Um, Emotionally, did you like the stuff with uh, Brian and dealing about fatherhood? There's a lot of fatherhood running through this, like Vince... I expect him to be more emotional yeah. when he found out he was going to be a dad. She's like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, okay. I was like, why? Wow, you took that really well. Like, okay. Um, really? I feel like that's how like I would take... Like, he, I feel like he felt... I think it's, it's he more was emotional excited. when they take it. It's more emotional So when I don't know Tom. how that would be as a male because I am not a male. I can imagine how it would be as a female. But seeing that reaction of like, oh cool he was like are you serious and he like wraps her up in a huge hug and is like kissing her i they also just survived like the favelas so be more fucking excited you almost fucking died your baby almost just fucking died all his excitement was spent falling through goddamn tin roofs you should be excited that your baby mama and her baby made it through that it just seemed very right. like i'll give it to you i was very pumping i can't wait to let down a woman (laughs) I'm pregnant. Cool. Cool. You want to go steal some? Do you want to get an abortion? Um. 
Did you like the scene where Dom and Brian talk about their fathers, where they were on the porch? Because I felt this that was like right was before very... they called the crew in. That's one of my favorite scenes. Well, and I feel like that kind of ties into Brian's maybe not over excitement. Is that he is? He's excited to be having a child with Mia. He's worried about the type of father he's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, I can and see that. He's like, do you remember like your father? Sort of an emotional ambivalence there because yeah. of like this legacy. His dad of... was nobody. Right. If he was still alive, it probably would be Mr. Nobody. Him. Yeah. I don't remember shit about my dad. That's exactly how he said it. Yeah. I remember everything about my father. Of my father. He goes, father. He was yeah, staying up every night to learn the next chapter. And did Dom not bring it for you there? He did. You? No, he did. It was certainly more than when he was like, that first scene in the first movie we talked about when I, I was like, I don't, I don't feel this like emotional <laughs> from you. I was like, I don't feel it. I just, I'm not feeling it. He leveled up as an actor as well. <laughs> there you go. Thank you for D&D. Um, I don't know. It was good. I just... Who was your favorite member of the crew in this movie? Roman. Roman. Really? We're big Tyrese fans. Yeah, I, I love we Roman. love Tyrese. Vaginal Roman. activity. Yeah. I liked Roman. He had really funny one-liners. Um, Gal Gadot was lackluster mostly because of her costume choices. Han. They dressed her in a literal trash person's outfit. Yeah, at one point, movie. yeah. Yeah. So let's give Gal Gadot some credit. I, like, she those, pulled it off. It was, she, those costume wardrobe people. She could have worn like that to the, the Met show. Gala tonight and they would have been like, Gal I've actually been watching Met Gala like updates on my phone yeah. and it's been interesting tonight. Like, did she piss somebody on wardrobe off? She must have. She looks great. Her little like leather jacket and jeans when she first shows up. Yeah. Great. Like, and when she's on the motorcycle, fine. But as she's that's, a trash woman and as but, she's a bikini But no, that's, I mean, no. that's like the first scene she's in is like leather jacket, motorcycle, I'm badass chick. Did she then like piss off the wardrobe people? And they're like, we're just going to make her look like fucking shit. I mean, I've never worked movie. on a movie set, so I don't know. But it's just, it's just weird choices for her wardrobe eyes. Like, ooh. What did you think? Because, okay, you got introduced to Han in Tokyo Drift. You were, like, confused about that taking place further in the franchise. It takes place between six and seven, basically. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the whole Gal, Godot, Han? Yeah, that romance. The I mean, they Han. set it up when he was, like, lusting after her when she's walking to the bad guy. Yeah, he like, was indeed lusting. Well, I think they set up before him lusting at her where she's like, oh, like, were you two packs a day, man? Like, you know, like. They, they were both, like, people who, like, read a lot about each other based on their actions. Well, there's also something about them, like, at both as outsiders, where everybody's kind of puffing their chest out when they first meet. And everyone's days. a bit more connected than they right. are. Right, and they're both sort of, like, uh, yeah. Peripheral. Yeah, they're more peripheral, yeah. and I think that great bonds word. them together. Thank you, SATs. Um, no, I, them being together was fine. I don't think they end up together, because I don't see her in Tokyo Drift, so that's why I'm like... Oh, Here's okay. a question. Did you catch that moment when Dom first meets Roman? I I always think this part is really weird where he's like... The kind of like alpha clash? Yeah, they introduce each other and like Dom shakes his hand and he goes, heard about you. And uh-huh. then it's just like holes on their silent faces for half a second each. It's that weird thing where like in high school or like in middle school you had this best friend. Right. And then you and your friend went to different high schools and then you meet up again but you're introducing them to your new best friend. Yeah, like, exactly. It's it's this weird yeah. fucking... Did that happen to you? No, but like I've seen you? it... No, but it's... I, I've it, seen I it see happen. It, I, I get the hypothetical. Like, Tuscarora, yeah. we had the group go Tuscarora or Frederick depending on where you lived. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? I so, mean, yeah, you did it off the wrong or, side of the tracks. Or guess, uh, Crestwood. Yeah. No, when they opened up Crestwood Middle, and a bunch of kids. That happened okay. when I was at Ballinger. A bunch of kids had to go to Crestwood for like seventh and eighth. See, grade. It, for me, when I went, and to, then like, we all came back at Tuscarora. Like was, Nowak. Okay, actually, yeah. I guess it kind of did happen. Like Chris Nowak and I were like best friends in middle school. Then high school came, and it's like I'm like best friends with like Travis and Michael and everybody. And so it's like, you know, like introducing this. Granted, like Noak and I are best friends now, like everything's fine, but like I see that awkwardness of like, yeah, Tyrese right. being Brian's like best friend that he grew up right. with. And then now, like, oh, welcome, here's my brother. Like I think you guys are reading too much into it, but that's just me. I don't know. I honestly I think that scene speaks for itself. Like yeah, they never I think really... you're putting your own personal experience on No, because Tyrese it. I don't know, because Tyrese even tries to like one up him at one point when they're having like their meeting. But he's gonna one up everybody at the meeting. That's true, him being right. You're you're right, but I think I think we're also speaking from a context context of all eight films versus five. Well, and as and that's like that's the, like, the order that came out, right? But that's like coming from someone who's seen we're, them. We're looking at it in hindsight. You're looking at it with fresh eyes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Now you've got me paranoid. Should be. Fuck was Chris right? Do I project myself on these characters? Good. Um. Who was the hottest person in this movie? Just real quick, before you answer that, you're really not cheering for, for Han and Giselle? Giselle? You mean Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot. That's her character's name. I mean, they'd be nice together, but I don't see her in Tokyo Drift, so I'm going to assume they don't end up together. I think Six does a better job of... of yeah, building the they, ship. They they get meatier parts yeah. in that, and they definitely get a better. Uh, like in this one, arc. they just like hook up together at the end. Yeah, like, that's my. Yeah, well, this, but I, this one rewatching this one, it and just thinking about it, I'm like, their their roles are kind of like they get that one scene. But I like how they're. I, I don't know. I think I like this one in their relationship because they're like feeling each other out. They're yeah. Very like, there's like a tactfulness to it. Like, right. I don't know. I'm, but he does. Just, I thought. Right? Yeah, it's a me. I thought you two would like. Sh- I, or I thought you would ship those two more. Like. Yeah, he dies. Right. So going into five, knowing that he dies in four, and yet they're here together, I'm not really going to ship them. Prepare yourself. Because it can only end in tragedy, right? I'm not emotionally prepared for that. Like a proper Romeo and Juliet? I'm also not. Can't get invested in something if it's going to rip your heart out. You got invested in Game of Thrones, eh? Okay. That's not really rip your heart out kind of stuff. From how bad this season's been, it sounds like. That's really ripping my heart out for my expectations. <laughs> so. Meta level. Yeah, yes. meta, 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 meta Kali heart, Meta heart rip. Yeah. Like, spoiler alert, if you don't want to find out what happened in Game of Thrones, stop listening. But when Jamie left Brienne last night, I was like, you know what? You should leave her. Who Damn. cares anymore? As cold as ice. And when Gendry proposed to Arya, I was like, she's not a lady, man. She's not going to be the lady at Storm's End. She, she'd kill her. She could take my storms she, she in. Kill it. I'm going to go the hottest person in this one. I'm going with Elsa Pataki. It's a solid choice. Elena Neves. I don't know. She was doing it for me in this Again, one. I would... I'd say Dominic Toretto was the hottest person in this one. Really? Back You're to the Dom. diesel well. He is gorgeous. He... I wish he was taller, but he's a gorgeous Arr. man. 
Okay. He's got that deep voice. Height supremacist. Height supremacist. I knew it! Wow! He had a Tinder, like, oh, better be over six foot. I'm five fucking nine. Yeah, you better be over six foot. Six two. Fuck you. Six two. Had no problem dating my five seven ass. Nothing to say? Didn't think so. You made me laugh. Master Blaster. That's how I got past the not being 6'2 thing. (laughs) (laughs) If it makes you feel better, you're the only one under six foot I've dated. Yeah, I am the only person shorter than you that you've ever dated. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The exception to the rule. The exceptional exception. Greg and I are also like the only two that like we're normal fucking people, so... She dated a dude with the name Tank. I what? <laughs> Tank. Tank, the R&B singer who knows Tyrese? Yes. Oh. No. God, um, Tank. Cool name. Fuck you. I'll, I'll never let Tank... I'll never let you live down to me. <laughs> Was he a human pit bull? I hate both of you right now. I will say, I would give... I would, I would like... Sign a contract that lets somebody euthanize me tomorrow if it meant that I got to see a Hemsworth Pataki sex tape today. Yeah, Thor and Elena Neves. Those are those are two of the like most gorgeous human beings. Absolutely. Yeah, dime pieces. And it makes it, you know when like Angelina Jolie was like married to to Billy Bob Thornton, you were like the fuck right like her and him 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 no like you look at hemsworth and her you're like mm-hmm. or angelina jolie and brad pitt but are their kids gonna be ugly because i would well i'm not gonna speak of people's children but some people who get married why'd you look at me yeah, who did dave marry and have a child with people you might have just said um oh brad oh, pitt and angelina jolie, pitt and jolie. they you just know, that's because they pulled them for third world countries <laughs> they had children they had fucking <laughs> twins dude i know it's too easy with okay though. yeah well, true, but I would say sometimes when two beautiful people get married, they have really not attractive Honestly, mm. I think those are two people, and this is my own, like, fan fiction in my head, that they're like, we don't want kids. We're just... They had three, dude. Who? Elsa and Chris. They have three kids already? Yes, yeah. dude. That body has popped out children? Yes, yeah. three of them. Do we have and pictures th- of these children? Yes. Are they cute? Yeah, which really isn't fair. Then there but... you go, it solves it. Well, they're cute as kids. Doesn't mean I, shit. Think, I, I think that hot parent, ugly children thing is a—it's a mathematical, like statistical, stat and prob. Thing. I would it's, agree with that. What is it? It's the re- return, regression to the you norm. Have to, yeah, you have regression to, to the norm is the norm. what it's called. Yeah. No, that I feel like you have to take into account like all the different genes that go into a child, mm. and then are those weak genes Blue on that genes, person? Because yeah, you can be the genes. hottest person in the world, but you may have an imperfect thing. Like right. I think Angelina Jolie does not have that great of a smile. Ooh. You know what I mean? Coming at Angelina's but neck. But Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. The most gorgeous smile. Plus, Honestly, plus I you cannot... gotta think about like recessive genes and shit like exactly. that. Exactly. Like Hair. maybe you and your wife aren't balding, but you got a grandpa. Grandpa that was balding. balding. Yeah. I mean, cause okay, look, there's the third Hemsworth brother. He Luke. got those shitty genes from he somewhere. Did, yeah. So they're floating around. He looks Chris and Liam don't look any bit Australian at all. Uh, they're guy, gorgeous. You shut your mouth. Five Australian, Australian. No, dude, I'm talking about like Australian outback. Like, yeah, uh, well, yeah, like, yeah. Has you seen men. their third brother? Yeah, yeah. He That's looks like the fourth Australian brother. Yeah, Chris and Liam. Like, it's like when a twin eats the twin in the womb. Right. 
They just ate <laughs> up they, they all, the up good all the good Hemsworth energy in this like, guy. Was Chris like, almost took it all, and Liam like right. got away. Like it was like Indy like barely pulling his hat under the wall. You I know got a mean? droplet of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry for hottest person for me. I'll go with Elsa. Oh, Elsa. She's Elsa. she's extreme. Like Gal Gadot is gorgeous. Wardrobe dressed her like a literal trash. Person. If Gal Gadot had been dressed like Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, I have a too many vodka sprites. If Gal Gadot. Perhaps not enough. What? It's a fucking Monday. I know. I think it's awesome. Um, You're. I'm usually the drunk idiot on the show. This is nice. Gal Gadot. I'm trying to stick up for women and power women rights on your show. Fuck yeah, okay? dude. Equality um, to all. Gal. Gadot. But here's the thing. I would say Elsa's hotter than Gal even on their best day. So, I, I would agree. Strong have you point. seen her in Tidelands? They both have gorgeous... Amazing. They both have gorgeous faces. I'm trying to find their kids right now. They're built bodies. But okay, Gal Gadot, if she was white, I could put her on a bar and snort her up. She's so skinny. She is a line of cocaine. Elsa? Thick thighs. Fuck it. She's I wouldn't say thick thighs. Not like thick, thick, like not fat. Like, yeah, okay, look. Th- there's actual thighs and then there's just like some sticks that she's standing on. She's a gorgeous woman. Chris, you're a lucky man if you're listening. She's a lucky woman. We know he is. Honestly, I think Chris is hotter than she is. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're both really hot. Yeah. Like, they're they're both both really hot. They're both perfect 10s. First number one percentile. And she speaks Portuguese and English. English. Like, she's a really hot lady. Like, look at that lady. Look at that smile. Shit, yeah, dude, those kids are guaranteed a good yeah, smile. Like, well, yeah, if like, they have braces, you never know like, what's going to happen to kids' teeth. You could have fucked up. I have fucked up teeth. I think I have a good smile. You do. Not a gorgeous smile like Hemsworth, but it's not It's not about his teeth when he smiles. It's about his eyes, the You dimples. know who doesn't have a good smile? Uh, Jamie Lannister. I looked at him, so I was like, whatever around today. I mean, that like, guy's not that attractive. Yeah, it's surprising people think he is because I looked at his, yeah, I looked at his teeth today. There was a men's health magazine upstairs somewhere and I was looking at it today when I was drinking coffee and he's got that um, Tom Cruise thing where like one front tooth is like a total different size than the other one. He's got the middle tooth. And then he's got like random size bottom teeth and I'm like, you're totally European. No offense. I'm sorry. But you can definitely tell. There's and a like, movie, I forget what it's called, but like he goes to prison and then joins like a white supremacist. Shot caller. Shot caller. That was the movie where I was like watching him and I'm like, this guy's not that attractive. He's very believable as a white supremacist prison person. I think on totally. Game of Thrones he's become more attractive as he's like grown out the beard, shortened the hair up a little bit. When he had the Prince Charming thing going on early on, nah, There's no Prince Charming. JLo's Meppo outfit was very interesting. Mm. Didn't a guy fall down the stairs? I don't know. I haven't watched. That's her and A-Rod. Okay, sweetie. Let's leave the cool theatrics to Lady Gaga. It's like a bow. Let's see what Lady Gaga wore tonight, shall we? Meat. She didn't wear a meat uh, shirt. Well, we're doing like, that. Should Powers Bazil- Booth have been in this she- movie? Absolutely. Absolutely. Who should he have played? The villain? The villain. Yeah. Booth running Brazil. Booth up high in his office smoking a big cigar. See, that would have been the only thing that doesn't make sense is him running Brazil. Yeah. Because he doesn't speak Portuguese. He could learn. He doesn't have to. 
you could make it all about the imperialism of America exactly, coming yeah. down and like even taking mm-hmm. over the gang trade. Yep, I can do this better than these fucking poor yeah. little sons of bitches do. These fucking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's an awful word. Didn't say the N word. It's a bad word. Yeah, it is a bad word, but it's, uh, I think it's a... I'm not okay word. with it. I want our listeners at home to know I'm not okay with it. We're going to, we, we'll put the car screech sound I effect think, over that part. I just think that or if... Or my Bruce Lee scream. Take my Bruce, Bruce Lee, Lee scream and put it over that. I just think if Powers Booth was in it, that's something he would say. Maybe, It, yeah. it sits very well with, like, his, um, his Cy Tolliver type Tolliver character. persona where, uh, what... Who's this? I don't know. Sorry. To our listeners at home, I'm showing pictures of the Met Gala. There's a lot of He's smashing the gender binary. I just need you to tilt it up more. I I can't tell who it is. Sorry. We're a little confused. It's Harvey Dent. (laughs) We just saw Harvey Dent at the Met Gala. That's that's what our listeners at home need to know. Two two faces. Mr. Two-Face. No, we also watch a show called Warrior where it's uh, San Francisco and like the Old West times. And they're very racist against Chinese. Mm-hmm. So I feel very free. Like when we're talking about Warrior, I feel very free to talk about like, oh, the guy was like, oh, that yellow like chink or whatever. It's like because it's context. Fair. So I think like if Powers Booth was in this film, that's something he would say. I'm not walking around. I, you know what? I have learned how to say Spanish phrases because of the people I fucking like have to serve every day at work because they're beautiful people and I fucking love them. So like Cubre el Mundo, cover the earth. Fucking tell that to my boy OCL every goddamn day. I sell him paint. Can you like run your hand through your hair when you say it? Cubre el mundo. You just like that was a very Antonio Banderas move. That's Mr. Mask. I just need to get your little mask and oh, dude. I mean, I've pitched you like drunkenly multiple times, pitched you my Zorro idea. I'm a huge Zorro fan, really. Me too. Really? Yeah. How did I not know this? Eh, it's probably best you guys should get that. married. Eh, probably not. <laughs> I couldn't afford that fucking thing. Um, yeah, Diego Luna from Rogue One. That should be Zorro. Yeah. You mean Diego Luna from E2 Mama right. Tambien? Yes. Was he the mama? I've never seen it. Jericho used to talk about that fucking movie all the time. Jericho's Peruvian, so of course he's talking about weird stuff. He has a really movies. nice mustache right now. Jericho, if you're listening... I ship that. Fuck that. I hate that. I mustache. love it. And I'm the only person who likes it. And I fucking love it. Oh, it is amazing. I, hate I think it's great. He's banging out some hot French chick. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's because that fucking mustache. Happened before he had the fucking mustache. But you know what's keeping her around? Besides your amazing personality and wonderful character traits. Nah, that mustache is going to be what drives it's her away. She's still around, isn't she? That mustache makes him look creepy. It does not. It makes him look sexy. He looks like he goes and creeps on children with that mustache. Fans, we're going to put up a poll. Yeah, honestly, we're going to have to (laughs) fucking put up a picture of Jericho mustache or mustacheless (laughs) and have this shit solved. See or not? Like, really? Because I think I'm a good judge of, like, an attractive man. And I think Jericho... Yeah, and I think Jericho is a very attractive man. I think that mustache does him zero favors. But maybe it's because I know him and we make a lot of, like... I'm a female, so your opinion counts at least half a point less than mine. So if I was a gay male, would that would then my opinion count less? Is he attracted to males or females? Because if it's what does it matter who he's attracted to? Because he's trying to attract a certain sex. Shouldn't it? Because my opinion is though, our opinions are about his. No, because it's who he's trying to attract. 
You're wrong. Well, I'm not gay, so it's an irrel- It's a moot point, but it would be interesting. What is that? Because I'm right. I was trying to catch you. You weren't. You slithered catch me. out. Are you sure you're not slithering? Yeah, well, my sister is. You're one, slithering so. in and out of these conversations. I'm just saying, Jericho, if you're listening, that mustache, keep it. Shave that shit. Keep it. I think we'll have to defer to our good friend Donald Trump on the matter and see what he has to say. Jericho's parents are from Peru. What does Donald Trump think? I don't know. I'll have to ask him. find out. We'll find out next time. Uh, out of one, two, three, four, Times two. five, six Coronas, how many would you give to Fast Five? Five. Five out of six? I really enjoyed this movie. I like the shift from actually being car racing to heist. Yeah. Um, I would still dock it on, because I'm a costume fiend, uh, the costumes and the lack of Brazilian butts okay. in not any not, of the car racing scenes. Costume fiend. Here's the thing, though. You could find tons of Brazilian girls. You're in Brazil, in yeah. They're, like, big I, butt should there not is be not a issue. lack of nice asses and beautiful women in Brazil. Right. So big butt should them. not be a problem. Go get them. Right. Um... I Cast would, that net. And I'm sorry, Gal Gadot needs a better wardrobe person. If you're listening to this, you, you're bad at your job. I I will go on the record and say that. You're bad at your job. Um, We're coming for some necks tonight. Wardrobe, you done fucked up, dog. They did, though. They did. Uh, super excited that Brian and me are going to have a little baby. Uh, I would say five. Five. So you're on board though with the me and Brian thing now. You're all about that, that yeah, relationship. Right. You, you, didn't, you, didn't you were not. I didn't really get a choice. The movie forced it on me. I didn't yeah. get to choose who she got to be with. But you're very on board with it now. I mean, go have a baby and make your life right, okay? But here's the thing: if they fuck up their lives in the next movie, I'm gonna be like, y'all fuck this shit up. Hmm. Let's be fair. She's getting married. She's just baby crazy. We can't take everything she says for fact. Straight and baby crazy. <laughs> Not even an argument there. Loco for the baby. <laughs> Loco for <laughs> the baby. Six out of six. Six out Full of six. Fucking six. I, I think this is one of the the peaks of the franchise. Yeah. Um, not that there's actually many valleys. I just this is the peakiest of peaks. Yeah. Yeah, man. I dig it. Even though Gabudo had a bad swimsuit, I'm in. I'm in a six. I just, it's a blast. I was just watching it, and I was like, I don't, I can't sit through fucking three more hours of Marvel when I know that there's this goddamn maximum carnage Dude. out in the world. Watching fucking cars drive into the sides of trains. Watching my beautiful uh, Toretto O'Connor, a mixed family plus chosen family of other friends are hanging out drinking beers in a also fucking Vince warehouse. Also Vince dies, so that was crazy. Also Vince dies. Yeah, Vince dies. And the rock I think is, it's sad we'll never get more The Rock is a sweaty, frothing psycho in ooh, this. And, ooh. Uh, I've been meaning to bring this up. I don't know if anyone else caught it. On the bridge, yeah. there's a scene where they're doing a single shot of him, and I thought, oh, it's raining. And then they do singles of everyone else. I'm like, no, it's not raining. I am pretty sure they had some kind of like fog machine or like wet machine on him to make him look that sweaty all the time. Yeah, they must have one of those little spritzers. Or no, see, I thought that Windex was the case. Bottle. But on the bridge, there is a scene where you can see little like sprinkles of water coming down. Where I was like, oh, maybe it was oh, raining so the day they, they shot. Like I think they had something. Chunky rain machines, yes. I think, just dropping on him. Yes, I think they had something built to make him consistently Like sweaty. a comical, like a cartoon character when a storm cloud is following above him. Yes, exactly. Guy. To make him look more pumped. Yeah. Um, Oily and jacked. 
Uh, leaving Avengers Endgame, I will say my number one thought. I, I know everyone walks out of the movie and they're like, could you believe this? Or could you believe that? Or like, oh, what are they going to do with Ant-Mans? And what are they going to do with fucking whatever? Fuck man. Who cares? <laughs> I walked out and I was like, literally, I looked at my stepdad and I was like, why aren't people this excited about Fast and Furious? Like, this is such a better franchise. Like... And you'd think they would be, considering it's... I mean, Furious 7 was, what, like the fifth highest grossing film of all time? All time, fifth. Who knows how much that was the stats getting juiced by Paul Walker's death and people had to see how they cast him off, but I don't know. It's a popular franchise, it just doesn't get the same sort of... Viral push. This, the same fucking nerds Revered. that'll sit there and you know praise Marvel to high heaven are the same, and they'll say, "Oh, shh, let people enjoy things." Blah blah blah. These are the same people who go, "Oh, Transformers is stupid. Fast and Furious, no, it's stupid. not a real movie." Right. Yeah, no, fuck them. Who is this fuck weirdo? Sorry to our listeners at home, I'm still showing. Oh my Chance god, look at Dave. Lady Gaga. I Lady didn't Gaga? see her dress. Wait, is her dress on there? I'm showing no, wait, them pictures that... from the Met. That's Cardi B. Oh, it's I'm Cardi showing B? Uh, <laughs> Dave and Chance pictures from the Met Gala tonight. Impression. Dude, this looks like a rejected uh, Queen Amidala outfit. Oh, she looks tight, dude. I like yeah. it. Doesn't it look like like she came off a of Naboo? Yeah, definitely came off a of fucking giant ship. Mm-hmm. I, and she probably started. Met Gala is one of like, my favorite nights for fashion. She probably started going. Come, Probably That's because Cardi B. It's Cardi B. She invented her own language. I've never heard a Cardi B song in my life. Uh, Where have you been, bitch? I mean, I know who she is. I've never heard her music. Also, um, like, I like this one because her tit was actually winking. Who got titty? That, that is Janelle Monet. That's a dope tit. And, and yeah, her tit one. actually like winked when she walked. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, which is pretty fucking sweet. She got That's a winking titty. Yeah, she has a winking tit. That's why. That's pretty sweet. Titty. Yeah, I don't know. Um... I think Fast and Furious is a franchise. I think it's sad that people uh, boil it down to like testosterone, gearhead, freak, like driven bullshit. It's much more of a soap opera than that. There's people that I've met who are huge car people, like Kevin, who do not like the Fast and Furious. And then there's people that I feel like that shit on it that have just never actually seen it, or maybe they've seen one out of context. I didn't want to watch it. Yeah. But now that you are. People think they're better than it. How do you. You you seem pretty positive about the franchise. I enjoy it. Is it going to be a movie I throw on in the background on a rainy day? No, but that's only because on my voodoo list, I have all the Harry Potter movies. And that's a personal thing. That's not okay, like but comparative, a comparatively to something Compared to a like lot of Marvel. other movies, yeah, they're a lot better. The Marvel movies, to me, once I see them in theaters, and we own all you of them. You never have to see them again. I never see them again. Like, I, we own all of them. And I have maybe watched Thor Ragnarok twice. See, I'll watch any of the Thors anytime, but again, Hemsworth. Because Chris Hemsworth, right. That's literally the only reason I watched the Marvel movies twice. Other than that, no. So, and that's... You're on our wavelength. All right, I dig it. I'm a red-blooded female, okay. Like me some Hemsworth brothers. Or some Vin Diesel. Ugh, Sexy both. Diesel. I'm so excited that you find Vin Diesel so hot. It makes me feel not like alone in this world. <laughs> he was really hot in Witch Hunter, too. I haven't seen Witch Hunter. I've been, we haven't. I've been putting it? it off. No, I've been putting it off because we're going to do it for the podcast eventually. Can I be on that episode? Yeah, because absolutely. It is like, I, I didn't go into it thinking I was going to like it, and I really did. Maybe that'll be our Halloween episode. That'd be a great Halloween That's a really episode. long time from now. Well, I mean, we got to do all these fast movies first. We only have like three more. Yeah, Maybe four more. And Hobbs and Joe. So four more. Yeah. 
Yeah, and we gotta space them out because Hobbs and Shaw comes out in the summer. Yeah, August. It's May. It's gonna be May. It's gonna be May. And on that note. Yeah, we're at an hour 41. Hot dog! Hot dog. This is the longest episode yet. Wow, we're really pulling out the big guns for this one. This is what happens when Nikki and I get drunk and then Dave's just sitting here as like a mediator. Like, can I please get this back on track? Trying to hold down court. Well, this has been a real lively and a real fun conversation. This has been one for the ages. And people are going to be talking about this fucking podcast episode to the end of goddamn time. At least that's just one dumbass's opinion. Uh, based on the fact that they've hired John Cena for the next film, I'm pretty sure some dumbass high up is listening. So They must be. And they're pulling their fucking brilliant ideas from our brilliant yeah, ideas. Fuckers. Exploiting us. Robbing us. Motherfuckers. We're the vaults being well, how dragged about, through the streets of Rio. How about this idea for Fast 9? You execs get on camera and suck our dicks. I'm down. All right. I'm never denying Five out of six, six out of six, six out of six. That's an average of whatever divided by three. We almost 12, want full devil 17 numbers. 17 divided by three. Five point... Carry uh, the 18. 5.66. Um, pretty cool. Thanks for joining us, Nikki. Thanks for having me. Glad, I love seeing you guys. Glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. Chance, thank you for joining me. Hey, man. It's glad la- it's glad the last you enjoyed time. it. <laughs> It's been real. It's been fun. You're doing this podcast alone. Thanks for coming on the show for all these years, but uh, you're you're out. Oh, you're kicking me. You're out. done. You're done. You're done. You're fired. Yep. Oh, here's our good friend Donald Trump. Donald. He's got two words for you. God damn it. You're fired. You fat motherfucker. I'm gonna go pick up in Marilago. Oh, you orange bastard. I told him to bring me Tiger Woods to give him the professional medal, and I thought he was gonna be a real tiger. <laughs> Turned out to be a black man. Oh, well, if it was a real tiger, you wouldn't be the only orange person on stage. <laughs> Suck my nuts. <laughs> All right, see you later, Donald. That presidential bastard. Oh, that motherfucker, man. He's fucking bulletproof. Uh, man just floated off into the air like goddamn Pope smoke. <laughs> Got the fuck out of here. Real cunt. I've been Davis. I've been Chance. Bye, y'all. I'm Nikki. Salute. Me familiar.